0: What up nerds and welcome to Tales from the Short Box The once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics My name is Adam Sheehan and I'm here today as usual with uh, the other folks on this show Sean Petit, Casey Crawford Hello And RJ White. Hey. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're gonna spoil them for you. So I'm gonna give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything you want to skip. Our top stories today are Marauders number thirteen by Vida Alea, Matteo Lali, and Edgar Delgado, and Swamp Thing Halloween Spectacular by a whole bunch of people. We'll get to the uh, the creators when the book comes up because there's just a long list. So how's everybody? <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, pretty good.
0: We we survived this this week.
1: This week that that happened that we didn't talk about, but now we're in the future and we know what happened.
0: <laughs> um,
2: I mean, I'm still know. holding out hope, man. I don't know. There's still it time. was a
0: bit of a disappointing, <laughs> uh, disappointing thing. Like it it it, it kind of peaked in the second act and then petered out.
2: Yeah, we gotta but. call the writers of 2020. I really want it you know, still happening. We need we need some closure. It's still going. You know, we gotta
1: <laughs> gotta roll.
2: Still.
0: Yeah, this last week was the Red Wedding, and then, you know, it's just going to drag on until everyone hates it, and no one wants to watch it anymore.
2: And then the, the Purple uh, and then
1: we'll take care of it. Like, like
2: we good. don't already hate it.
1: Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is the show Speaking no of hating it,
2: I have a migraine. I'm powering through. We're doing this, guys. I'm so proud of you.
0: You're so brave. For good or ill.
2: <laughs> I'm so strong. I'm so brave. So
0: brave. What what did I say last week, Casey? You gotta you gotta unclench your jaw and you gotta let that fire out. It
2: legitimately is my jaw, though. <laughs> so like, you're not wrong. Just <laughs> take your jaw off. <laughs> if only I could. If I could just like just stick a like a spoon into like with my the joint of my jaw and just like unhinge it like a snake. It's really that would that's what I need. Mm, honestly. That is
0: really disgusting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: True body horror to start. The yeah, no,
2: you ever you ever like get a migraine where you just want to like 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 stick your whole finger into your eye socket to get rid of it?
1: No, That's, that sounds like it not would really. make it worse. I have been hungover, so I get it.
2: <laughs> it's not even I wish I was drunk and there's an excuse for this. Yeah, no excuse definitely helps. Yeah, I know it just happens sometimes when my body says, Not today. This is your this is what Fuck you're doing you. for at <laughs> least a day. <laughs> it might come back in. tomorrow. Yeah.
1: And you're going to feel like shit about it.
2: Yup. <laughs> yeah, but I, nice. I took a handful of pills, some you know, red, fl- greens, legal ones.
1: Some reds, some huh? greens, some blues, maybe a purple.
2: <laughs> they're, they're all over the counter boring ones, but okay. they help sometimes, so I did them. And cocaine. Had a couple of Skittles in there, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, tasty. A couple
0: of those sex pills that you get at the gas station. Uh,
1: uh,
3: Black mamba. <laughs> oh,
1: no. I know exactly what i dude. Uh, buddy of mine. Last I
0: I love that the packaging doesn't tell you what they do. We like, what, to, what's going to happen to me if I take this? We used
1: to stop at a Seven Eleven on the way back from lunch and we'd go back to work. To, like, grab like Monster or something. And like, guy work was was behind a guy and he was asking the guy at the counter what all the different ones did. I don't oh. think that that guy is a medical
2: specialist. And then was buying
1: and then bought sex pills, condoms, and a Red Bull at like. That guy's
2: having a night
1: at one in the afternoon. Or he thinks he's having a night. No, he was about to have he's an afternoon. A, he's having a day. My man had a my man on a plan.
0: And then he bought a, a bouquet of flowers and a "my apologies" greeting yeah, card.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, there's like black mambas. There's like red red mambas or something. That's so weird.
0: When when I was living in New York, I don't know if I don't know if this is still a thing, but you could still get poppers at like Seven Eleven. And I had to have someone explain to me what the hell poppers were. And that <laughs> shit scares the crap out of me. And I can't believe they're like something like poppers is something you could just buy at seven eleven. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, yeah. for really... some reason
2: weed is illegal, but you could yeah. just do poppers. Yeah. So many
0: less <laughs> harmful drugs you can or you could get arrested and thrown away for. But hey, you know, while you're buying condoms at seven eleven you can buy this crazy fucking
2: Just microwave your brain. Just yeah. have fun.
4: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: We can sell some red bombas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, how did we get here?
2: I mean, I was just about to say, I still, <laughs> from a previous episode we talked about it, I don't want to get fully into it, but I still have the the, the dick pills that my dog was prescribed. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> if anyone wants those.
0: Yeah, maybe those will help your migraine. I knows, don't think maybe. so. Oh. Hey, What's <laughs> the worst that could happen? Helps
2: <laughs> increase blood flow. Yeah, no, the, it's, it was literally, you know, to recap for our listeners that are thoroughly confused, my, my dog was on blood pressure medication that also happens to be generic Viagra. So that's, that's what that does. I guess, yeah, I guess it would help my blood pressure, which is probably something that I do need, honestly. Yeah, so just pop a couple.
5: So yeah, no. You <laughs> no.
2: What's the worst that could happen? We're now a medical
5: podcast. We're going to m- get you people murdered. I think. Yeah, pl- <laughs> yeah, please
0: do not take any medical advice from this show. Oh, if, if you take anything anything away from this show, please don't let it be medical. Don't
2: take we're any the, advice at all. We're the really.
6: farthest
5: thing from doctors we, that anyone could be. <laughs>
0: Uh <laughs> oh, we should start an advice column. We should have no, our, our no. listeners write in. At the top of the show, we'll we'll do so a much. whole advice column.
2: I Just the it. worst advice column of all time. Just, Just really screw some people's poor lives nerds right that up. They, barely have their shit can, together.
5: They can ask you guys all about drugs, and then they can ask me about comics, and that's it. That's the <laughs> column.
2: That's the Perfect. column. That's. I mean, th- don't ask me about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I know don't nothing. ask me about
0: drugs either. Where would
2: you? <laughs> Yeah, what are you, a narc? What? Like, we don't talk about drugs on, like, every single episode coming up.
0: (laughs) I don't know anything about Anyway.
1: (laughs) I know some stuff about other stuff. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. Dick pills, yeah, so... (laughs)
2: I don't even think any of these. Are there any comics that are relevant to any of this? I don't
1: know where close. Uh, Money Shot came out, but I don't have my copy of it yet. the delete button. um... (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: uh, listeners, if you're still here, we're going to talk about some comics.
1: I'm excited. Yeah, this is
2: a comic book podcast. Welcome back.
1: I haven't picked up all my stuff yet, so I'll have Money Shot to look forward to. So that's exciting. That's nice. Yeah. Apparently, the president fucks a horse in it, and I'm intrigued to see what that means. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that could just be what's on my newsfeed tomorrow That's morning, what I'm saying, yeah, dude. fucking knows anymore dude, man.
1: money shot like, is basically future newspaper it's like uh that show daily edition when the guy got the paper from the day before you know <laughs> nice.
2: that's that comic
1: they're just they're seeing into the future if
2: only we had space travel that's the only part of that comic we don't <laughs> I know, right? have
1: yeah
0: everything else is super on the nose <laughs> but we've got a space force <laughs> mm, that's true
2: well, I
1: wonder Put how guns on the moon Guns. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to there's a blue guy up there
2: <laughs> he doesn't like guns last i last i checked he's probably a
5: batman now <laughs> god damn they're all Batman. <laughs> everyone's a batman
2: dr bat Bad- hatton who laughs uh, we've lost control reprisal we never had
1: it adam we never had it
3: i know when um, have we dude, ever I'm on,
1: i got I'm, uh, I'm riding the vacation high my brain has just been completely untethered and it's been fantastic <laughs>
0: I'm on the complete opposite of that.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I needed
0: it. I misspelled Thor today in our group chat that in such a way funny. that made me wish I was dead. It's I just thought a it was subject. the new
1: way to I knew the new abbreviation for Thor whore because you just put an E at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I just thought that's that was Casey's um Yeah. Thori. Thori. Thor. Yeah.
0: Thor-y.
1: Thor-y. Which is also
2: one of my favorite characters. Thory. Thori the dog. Um, which I guess is a great segue into an actual comic book. If y'all it's want to a, talk about It's as good as
5: any. <laughs> it's a good segue. It's not a great segue. Uh, it it is a it.
2: segue. <laughs> it's something. Thor <laughs> came out.
1: Yay!
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so Thor number eight. Uh, by. Hold on, I am pulling up the book. Uh, it's by Donny Cates and Aaron Cooter and uh, Matt Wilson on colors. Um, part two of Hammerfall. And yeah, this comic was super fun. Um, I feel like this was like a nice like, like like Adam was saying, this is the unclenching your jaw phase of <laughs> yeah. of Thor, where like it it like ramped up to to eleven, and then there's just two issues just kind of like let you chill. Okay, yeah, settle yeah, uh, settled down for a bit. Us down here. a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's not just loud and bright and punching <laughs> you right in all of your receptors.
2: Yep. Um. So we last left this this book with um. Thor just dropped Mjolnir in the middle of Broxton, Oklahoma, so where good. Asgard used to be. And um, he left it with the inscription of, call Tony Stark. And, which is great. Uh, he left it with the inscription of, call Tony Stark, and then he left it also with the inscription of, pick this up. Pick me up, or something like that. And, uh, so he was changing it
1: as they were talking in front yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, it kept
2: changing. Um, so Tony Stark shows up to play crowd control and then, uh, the humble mechanic, uh, just picks up the hammer and becomes Thor part two. Um, so that's where the, this comic starts and it's just, uh, Tony just losing his mind while all the reporters are freaking out. He's just like, Oh God, this day doesn't stop. Um. And he immediately like shuts off all of their devices, and he's just like, "Yeah, uh, I I've, I've hacked your live feed. Uh, if you want it back, you just have to leave. Like, I this is over." Well, then he hit um, him with an EMP. Yeah, he hits him with <laughs> an EMP too, uh, and it's a great. Yeah, hit. He,
0: he he replaces their live feed with just a, a constant loop of. Captain America's war bond cartoons. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which he says are so bad. So you're <laughs> going to lose your viewership real fast. Uh, so that's great. Um, so as he's figuring out what the heck to do with, uh, I, th- I believe his name was Andrew Aziz, um, who is the mechanic who is now Thor. Um, <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't, oh God, what do we do with this? And then Thor himself shows up. Uh, uh, Adam Aziz is his name. Uh so he's like, yeah, I'm, Thor shows up. He's like, my apologies for the turmoil I've put you through. And he's just like, what the heck? Um, so he asks for the hammer back. And before Adam can hand it back to him, Tony just like snatches it out from between him. And he's just like, no, I want answers. This is bullshit. <laughs> he's you called me. He straight as has a tantrum. Yeah. Oh, he totally does. Yeah. Um, which, so the, the thing I really like about this this two-part series is that you can tell the Donny Cates is a fan of of, like, previous Thor issues because it all deals with, um, the era when Asgard was in Oklahoma and, um, the subsequent siege event. Mm-hmm. So Tony just keeps basically referencing him just, like, I have had a bad time in this city with hammers and Asgardians and I just, like, I just need some, some, like, like, closure here. <laughs> like, can we just talk about this? Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Um, so yeah so, so they basically kind of have a little like back and forth temper tantrum and he's like basically like Thor's just like Bud, I don't I don't answer to you and then he just Cole him with his own hammer Tony just just smacks him upside the head
0: it's a beautiful splash page
2: it's a really good splash page uh, <laughs> and then like the thundercloud's <laughs> rolling <Yeah. laughs> it's like Listen to me very carefully. Do not mistake wielding my hammer for wielding my power. And then he just like leaves a a burn, singe on the grass in the shape of a giant hammer. He's like, fair point. And he just hands him back the hammer. He's like, this is for you. Can have this back. My bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's like, he's like, you're you're wearing a suit of armor in a thunderstorm right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. He's that. like, you are tin man in a lightning storm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, as far as arguments go, that's pretty compelling, and hands him back the hammer. Uh. So that's great. And they, they they continue to kind of banter back and forth, and Tony leaves, and then um, Adam Aziz is just like, hey, um, excuse excuse me, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to bother you, but um, I'm, I, still I'm still here. I'm still here, and I'm still Thor. Can I not I un-Thor myself? <laughs> <laughs> Can I not be Thor anymore, please? Um, <laughs> but he's also like, hey, so like, I don't, you know, I I'm not in any position to be asking favors, but um, and then the next panel is him flying, which is great. That was a nice, <laughs> which <moment>. is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that that splash page is so good. Um, and then trying to land, you know, kind of befuddled, mm-hmm. and um. There's a really cool back and forth because, you know, he's a, a previously incarcerated citizen. He's talking about, like, when he was in prison, he would, um, you know, he would look out the little window and he would pray and, you know, one day f- wish that he could f- feel what it's like to be a bird. And, um, you know, he says, he says, thank you. And Thor's like, well, no need for thanks. That's literally what prayers are for. <laughs> it's literally what's happening right Thor, now. Thor you prayed. I'm this. a
0: god. Yeah. You know, that's how
2: this works. prayer answered. You're welcome. Um. So he gives him the hammer back, and then he like you know, kind of snaps his fingers. Oh no! He he tells him how to un Thor. Yeah. He's like, yeah. You just kind of smash it into the ground real hard, and he's like, that's it. And he does it. And he's like, oh. He's
5: going right. so he like bang on the ground.
0: He's like, Shazam!
2: <laughs> oh no, no! Um, Captain Marvel Thor off. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: so so the the Got other right. <laughs> <laughs> Redact,
5: redacted
0: no he yells kazam there
5: oh no
2: don't yes. do that not again um, and then you know the, the parting words is you know he's like oh hey you know I might not know much but uh, I'm a mechanic so uh, usually I find that the easiest way to fix something is to turn it off and turn it back on again so I know you've been having trouble yeah. with your hammer there what a, what and- a
5: real astounding mechanic
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, usually that, that seems to do the trick. And if that doesn't work, usually I just hit it with a hammer. But you know, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you how you can hit your hammer with a hammer. Uh, but yeah, so that that's that's his kind of advice to um, to try and figure out what the fuck is going on with Mjolnir. And he kind of like you see Thor looking at the hammer and kind of pondering that advice, and then looking at a picture of Donald Blake slash himself. So, I think Thor's going to take a little vacay and just turn himself back into Donald Blake. Yeah. Um, so, that's going to be cool. That's, a, that's Oklahoma. A... But
5: haven't they been different people for a long time?
2: Yeah, I was I... confused by that, too. So, I thought he was just going to
5: go visit Donald Blake.
2: Don't remember how they got separated. If Donald Blake is still a person or if he was like.
5: I thought it was like the 60s when they were like. He's just a he's just a god now.
2: Well, back during the like when he came back to life, so so Ragnarok happened. Thor died for like three years. He came back during Secret Invasion, and after that, um, there was a period of time where all the gods they didn't actually die; they were all like trapped in human bodies. Uh, um, so so Donald Blake was was Thor secretly Thor. He figured out what was going on and like could turn himself into Thor. Um, but then he had to track down all the other gods, and, Mm. like, that's when Loki was a woman, and that, and, but he, you find out he was in Sif's body, spoiler alert, and Sif was, like, trapped in, like, a, like, a terminally ill person, so it was, like, that was, like, that whole, like, human plot that was going on in Thor. So, I, I don't honestly remember how that ended, because there was, like, Donald Blake was around for a while, like, 15 years ago, and then just stopped being around, so... I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Donny Cates knows. I'm very he's curious He's going to tell see. us. He's gonna yeah, tell he's going to tell us. The one thing I
5: was wondering is, why, why did Thor just drop the hammer in the middle of nowhere? Like, I understand why Tony's upset.
2: Like, yeah, exactly. It was definitely just kind of like, uh, this was your plan? Like, what? <laughs>
5: just let anyone pick it up? He was bored.
2: He, I, he was, it was literally just an experiment of like, let's see what happens. Let's... What yeah. if an yeah.
0: asshole picked it up?
2: Yeah, no, well, that I was mean, what NASA Tony was like. Up. What if Dr. Doom picked it up? And he's like, that would not have happened. Stop being dramatic. <laughs> what?
5: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It yeah. could have totally happened. It could have totally Doctor happened. Dr. Doom probably had a computer that was like tracking. He was like, oh, my owner's free. I'm going to go. He's probably <laughs> yeah. on his way to go get it.
2: I mean, yeah, if Tony Stark showed up, literally anyone else could have shown up. I also so... really
5: like the beginning where it talks about the book.
2: Oh, yeah. The, there's, oh, there's right, right. The very beginning of the of the issue is like the the book of like norse mythology which i will also talk about later <laughs> um and yeah uh, and it's like only the king can read it so in every time throughout history the the prince the king to be would would sneak in and and try and catch a glimpse of his own fate um but it would, the pages were literally blank because you had to be king to actually read it. But, like, it was talking about, like, Thor as an adult, even if he, you know, and now that he is king, even if he did glimpse upon the pages, he would not have seen this and then it switches to Adam Aziz as Thor.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good one. I'm excited to have Nick climb back to For him to draw Thor walking across America. It's going to be great. (laughs) Oh, God. The loudest walking of all time. That works so
5: well for Superman.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Super good issue. As
4: per usual. Yep. Thor crushing it. (laughs) With a hammer. You know. Yeah. As As he does. does. As he does. (laughs) All right. What else we got? Who's next? I can go, I guess. I'm going to ease into my.
1: I got to still prepare how to explain Coffin Bat. So, oh, uh, God. <laughs> it's good. good luck. It's great, though. Uh, so, let's do Lock and Key in
2: Pale Battalions Go, which is an odd title. Uh, yeah, the very, very wordy titles lately. Yeah. That's been the theme of 2020. It's just like Dark Knight's Death Metal, Multiverse's End. It's just a good comic, but like, dang, man yeah seriously
1: uh this one is by gabriel rodriguez and joe hill and the colorist is jay botos so if you're not familiar lock and key you know it's on netflix so a lot of people know it um you know just saying um but (laughs) if you haven't read it it's fantastic um basic concept being there's the lock family and they have all these magical keys but now outside of the main book the last couple years Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez have been drawing stories inside of that universe through, like, um, about relatives throughout history of the Locke family. Like, one was like a bunch of kids early on and they, like, turned into a dog or, like, turned their dog into a person and then they turned into a dog. Uh, so there's been a few of these. And this one is set in World War I, I believe. I'm pretty sure.
4: Can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it's World War I.
1: Um, and one of the Locke kids wants to. Go fight in the war, but he's basically his, his dad is just like, no, like that's we're not gonna go
2: to this war, we're
1: fine, like it's stupid,
2: they'll do that um well, he doesn't want to interfere in the war he doesn't want to interfere
1: he's like, we got bigger, more important things to worry about because we're you know we got these we got these dope keys. I don't know if you know um so this is the second issue this is number two uh just kind of bring it up like basically he decides he steals a whole bunch of keys uh the, the the son gets the shadow crown so he can has a shadow army and just secretly enlists in the army because he has like the anywhere key so he could just show up at a enrollment post, sign up and then bam he's in the war. So then this episode this issue kinda pops in and starts with talking to, uh following a German battalion that's talking about like these shadows that have just been coming up and killing people <laughs> and no one knows what's going on. And you find out that the lock child has joined and is using all of the lock keys, uh, the keys to fight the war, which I thought was an interesting thing because he basically had the crown, the shadow crown, and had all this shadow army just taking out German battalions left and right uh, and like terrifying them because they all look like monsters and shit. Then they start going into like guests and like. How it was wrong to use that at the time, and they just said, Fucking did it anyway. But eventually, through the story, um, the lock kid gets attacked, and then he uses the anywhere key to escape, but he goes home. But now there's a German battalion inside of the lock and key, the lock house, uh, because that's where he escaped. And now there's going to be, I think, a third issue to see. Yeah, it's a three issue mini. Because now they were in World War I Germany, now they're just sitting in the lock house in Northeast uh, United States. So that'll be interesting. I just uh this was a really cool one. It was very um I like the idea of yeah, what if you put magic in things like you know, normal people but just had like some magic keys and like in World War 1 or anything like that because he became like this This ghost almost that was just killing people with shadow monsters and
2: shit. And it was like. Yeah. And there was a lot of really cool commentary within there, too, just like wartime stuff, like where. Especially because, you know, very few American comics do we get to see either of the world wars from the German perspective. Yeah. So there's like a German soldier and he's like seeing on the battlefield that like the Germans are using poison gas Mm -hmm. against the French and like. He's talking to his like uh, commander, and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck? I thought we agreed to the hog, Haug- hog, hog. I don't know how to pronounce it. the 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 hog Haug convention, h a u g e. I don't know how to pronounce Probably that. Hog, yep, hog. Um, but yeah, it's like I thought we, you know, we agreed to fight this war honorably. We we, what kind of people are we if we go back on that? And like, I can't, I can't participate in this if we're like." You know, and the the uh, commander is very like, oh, the French started it, and he's like with tear gas, like that's not the same. Yeah,
1: right? It was
2: interesting. Um, yeah. So the, so there was some really cool commentary there, and then like we're we're really starting to like follow that that German soldier and his brother, and like really getting attached to them, and then the Locke brother just shows up and just fucking murders the whole battalion <laughs> except for the like the because yeah. there was there was like the the really brave brother and his his like. Younger brother who's kind of like ah like you you really gonna die on your morals like I like I'm yeah is this the hill you're gonna die on
1: yeah is this I the hill you're gonna
2: yeah. die on and then like he gets like slaughtered the the brave one gets slaughtered by the lock brother and then like the the like not so brave one has is the only one left alive and he has to go back to the to his commander and be like yo uh that those shadow monsters are real um that shit happened I watched it happen like. <laughs> But, yeah, like, they were, like, for, for speaking up about, you know, the poison gas, they were on the front lines, but they got, like, basically demoted to, like, investigating ghost stories yeah. because there had already been reports of, like, the the shadow, like, you know, monsters. monsters. Hey, that's people. not yeah. a bad gig. I mean, as far as not being on the front lines where poison gas is happening in World War One, yeah, I'd rather.
0: I'd, I'd much rather be looking at spooky ghosts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, I I'm like I really like how they're kind of exploring that universe. Like they probably, they, it's cool that they're still coming back to that universe in different ways to see like how these things have been used throughout. Like, I also, events. B- b-
2: relevant to our conversation last week, I want to point out that it was very cool to see they were talking about like, you know, oh. one of the ways one of the ways they they talked they they dismissed the rumor that there were like shadow monsters was like, oh, they the Canadians brought over mm-hmm. Indigenous people and like they're said to like I think uh, Apache, I believe, um, but like they were said to move like shadows, so it yeah. must be them. And then all these like big shots of like the carnage, you see a bunch of people in turbans. And yep. I'm like, oh, cool! That thing oh, well, I awesome. just talked I, I about is dementia. now. Yeah, shoot, I yeah. wanted to
1: mention it because I made a note. I was reading that I was like. Oh look!
0: <laughs> a- Casey yeah. manifested that into reality.
2: I did.
1: Thanks, Joe Hill. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of these now. Like they're usually lunch shots. This is a three shot, but
2: three shot. Three <laughs> shot. Bam!
1: Bam! Bam! Um, I like this universe. It's a cool story. Uh, the I uh, like the he's exploring more than just drawing kids and houses. Like the artist is like. <laughs> need to dabble in a little bit more, which is cool, <laughs> and it, it really pops really well with the with the scenes in this. I thought that it was it's cool. I'm really, I'm enjoying this one, and I think eventually they're gonna have the Sandman crossover, right?
6: Yes, the
2: next miniseries is uh the they get a dream key which unlocks the dreaming. So that'll be so interesting. that's gonna be cool.
0: I gotta um, finally jump into Lock and Key. Everyone's been trying to get me to re Lock and Key for I'll years. Trade
6: Trade
3: you? I have
5: all lock right. and key. He's gonna put you in a haunted house. We could do it. We'll
1: do it. Uh, Casey and I did. I'll read the thing that I was gonna read, and Casey will give back the books that I loaned to her uh, two years <laughs> later and never read them. Oh,
2: I think it's been more like three or four years. But at least I got well, it you, back.
0: You're, get, you're getting like the entirety of Madman this weekend, so I hope you're ready.
2: I'll bring lock and key.
1: I have all of it.
0: Nice. So
1: there we go. We could do a trade. We could do a book swap.
0: Yeah, I've been looking for something to spooky, spooky to read. I'm going on a camping trip next week.
1: Lock and Key is pretty spooky. I've got some spooky times. Exactly and it's what not I camping a, if I'm trip.
0: not afraid to go to
4: bed at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. Yeah. You
5: don't Probably. need a spooky book. You have got outside. Yeah, and the not drugs <laughs> that you know about. The, the, the big foot. <laughs> I got
0: all those Slendermans that are just <laughs> dying. Slender- to meet me.
5: Slenderman and Bigfoot are just waiting for you to finish the comic. Like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> What are they're you not, doing? Not We're now. I'm already. reading Swamp Thing. I'm already finished with this page. Turn the page already. Turn like, the page. God
1: damn! I'm, God, you read so slow. <laughs> they're yeah, back. Slenderman
3: would be mad, mad at me for reading.
4: reading slow.
1: Yeah, they're reading over his shoulder. They just get super <sighs> into it. Like, this issue was is so bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I turn around and Man Thing is sitting
2: behind me. No, yeah. sad. No, boy Just thing. Just judging you for reading Swamp Thing? Yeah. Yeah, you piece of
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Traitor. Oh, is that how it is? Is that, is, is that is that how it is? is, is? Yeah.
1: He's not here. I am, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real. He's not. Did he
6: set
5: you
2: on fire? I didn't think so.
5: <laughs> I mean, Swamp Thing could probably set people on fire.
0: I mean, there's a lot of cool shit that Swamp Thing can do, but we'll get to that later. Yeah,
2: for
5: sure. <laughs> he's no boy thing. Like, be sad a lot.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's okay, too many. Back. Yeah. The thing, swamp thing, boy thing, man thing. There's too many things.
0: <laughs> the thing?
1: the Yeah. There's too many of them.
0: And John Carpenter's the thing?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many.
4: Thing
2: one, thing two. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. to complicate it further. Goodbye.
0: The Volkswagen thing. Anyway. Um. <laughs> I guess I can go. I got Firepower Number Four by uh Robert Kirkman and Chris Samney.
1: I'm loving this book.
0: love the heck out of this book we get we get a little bit of relationship drama in this book um, For
2: sure I've got a bone to pick with it, but continue yeah,
0: so do I <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so our main character uh kind of his wife catches him kind of daydreaming about the uh the woman that he he was in love with at the temple that he he lost in that big fight and is just like really pissy at him about it like you know you know i can't be around (laughs) you when you're thinking of of her and like kind of gives him the cold shoulder for a couple of days
2: yeah it's unhealthy bro Right, like she's
0: dead. It's like it's not like she's an actual threat to your relationship. He's not
2: cheating on you. He's having emotions. This is why men can't, like, you know, express themselves. Yeah, like,
0: like imagine if MJ was always would always get pissed at Peter Parker anytime he thought of Gwen Stacy.
5: They just avoid bridges. (laughs) There's like no. Every time they
0: go over the bridge he gets this faraway look in his eyes and then she doesn't talk to him for three days.
5: Peter Peter's <laughs> like, How are we supposed to get over there? It's across the river. She's like, Well, it's uh yet yeah, uh there's this you know We're what? taking the tunnel. Yeah
0: <laughs> and then we're just gonna go around.
5: <laughs> he just looks up like all the time. <laughs> I thought but yeah, like she's just being of
1: addressing it though.
0: But I-, I feel like this whole angle where they're kind of fighting over this, I feel like we're one or two issues away from finding out that she's not dead.
5: Yeah, I, thought that's, that's that is... I yeah. thought that's how it was going to end. I legit thought that's how it was going to end.
2: Yeah, she shows up and just makes it all real complicated. But but, uh,
0: but he he has this this uh, he has like coffee or breakfast with his dad, and his dad's like trying his oh, best story to so tell good. this like fable of these blind monks that find an elephant, and each one <laughs> when they touch the elephant think it's a different thing. Like the one touches its leg and thinks it's a tree. One touches its trunk and thinks it's a snake, and then like he gets to the end of this fable, he's like, "So she's got like the tail and thinks it's a snake, or maybe it's really an elephant." Or I, you get what I'm trying to say here, right?
2: Yeah, he messes it up like five times like, while he's telling it. It's like, is it three monks, five monks? I don't know. Uh...
1: He's pretty much just like, uh, just go talk to your damn wife.
2: Yeah, <laughs> have a fucking uh, conversation with your partner.
1: She's mad at something. But it might not be the thing, like, thing is she, like, she could be completely wrong about what it actually is. And I think that was the whole point. It's yeah, like, but she just doesn't, be honest.
5: He doesn't, like, he is honest with her, though. though. No, he was. She's
1: like, I, I th- are you that's, thinking that's, that's of what this? his dad's advice was? It was just like, yeah. go talk to him. Just tell her what it is, not so she doesn't think it's this ever looming presence I will say
2: he he makes a he does a really bad job of explaining it it makes it sound so much worse before he like brings her back around Yeah he a word vomited <laughs> a little bit before he actually got to the point
0: Well I mean the first thing
2: the first thing
1: he did was
0: that like typical like sitcom dad thing and he made reservations for a fancy restaurant Of
1: course yeah classic <laughs> Yeah So it's like well th- th- that's and a classic
0: move cuz now you're in now you're in an environment where you can't have a screaming knockdown drag out fight <laughs>
5: And then so. you know, in typical sitcom fashion, the kids alone at home get ambushed by ninjas.
0: Well, yeah. well, yeah. First, they invite all their fucking friends over, which is fantastic.
5: Like, she thing. invites her
2: boyfriend it's over. One guy, but it's her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, uh, see, deal.
0: I didn't pick up on that.
2: Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> at least she's I mean, a you're saying that you can't challenge. have a knockdown dragout fight in a fancy restaurant if you're a fucking coward. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
5: <laughs> I'm
6: trying I mean, are you're, you're played by
5: that rule.
0: You're a lot less likely as a as a man in trouble to get yelled at over a two hundred dollar meal.
2: That's fair. <laughs> yeah, if, if if I'm a coward, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have that fight. I'll I mean, there's we ninjas at? didn't <laughs> respect that
5: rule, so
0: I I wouldn't think that would work on you, Casey.
2: <laughs> I have no tact. <laughs> Unsurprisingly.
4: <laughs> so yeah, so um you know they they
0: they kind of talk it out and they get they get to a point where they both understand each other after like him kind of almost blowing it a couple of times
1: yeah he pretty much like she was like it was like vacation high versus like we have an actual life together so like there's nothing for you to worry about yeah it's like
0: it just you,
4: you got to get, get rid of
5: the carver cut out of her though you got yeah. that got it got to go
2: That's the the other thing that bothers (laughs)
6: me.
2: The other thing that bothers me here is that they've been together for fifteen years and she's just now realizing that he never got closure for her death. But it's probably it's like this is this the first time you guys are talking about this? And if they've been
0: doing this for fifteen years, like every time he sees a butterfly, they like don't talk to each other for a week? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I wonder if it hasn't come up a lot because since the ninjas are poking around again, it's like it's on his mind. That's how I. Yeah, kind of, that that was probably it was because yeah.
2: he was like teaching the kids how to spar yeah, and like up some memories. But but, yeah, but then exactly. he
0: and his wife were sparring and he saw a butterfly and it like gave her that opening to kind of kick his ass for a minute. Yeah, and that's when she was like, "What happened to you back there?" And he's like, "Oh, I saw a butterfly and it's nothing." Well, I, it just made me think of the temple, and then she was just like her. Oh, it's her! This, yeah. It's it's she's back again, isn't she? Just like she's dead,
2: dude. Like, what what are you what are you afraid of? Some dead lady? Like, yeah, you got on. you got some issues to work with on your. I, yeah. That's all her. Like, yeah. I don't think he did a goddamn thing wrong. No, he yeah. thought
1: of something. Like, he had a thought. Like, it's okay. He's allowed to do that.
2: Yeah, he's allowed to have emotions. Men are allowed to have emotions. Talk about your feelings. Yeah, men, I think they, please yeah, don't God. be such a
0: cop about it. <laughs>
3: you said it not me yeah.
2: that's really but, yeah,
5: that's what that, casey wants to
3: do let's not yeah. act like people don't do cop kind of about it all the time like let's be real here
2: <laughs> no, just, i just
0: look for any opportunity to point out that she's a cop
2: yeah <laughs> she's she's acting like a fucking well, cop but there was help, a, there was this point at the end of this there was this point
0: where right like uh right at the beginning when she was like at her maddest he went to kiss her goodbye because she's she's in her police uniform about to go on a shift where She's a cop. She might not come back. That's a, that's a thing that cops sign up for. And she just, like, gives him the cold shoulder. It's like, that's how you want to leave this?
2: Not cool, man. Mm.
0: That's how you want to leave this.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was pissed off, man. Mm-mm.
0: But a- anyway, um, <laughs> it, once, once they finally kind of get on each other's page, he realizes he's got sauce on his shirt, so he goes to the bathroom. And realizes one of the doors, the outside door near the bathroom is open. And then just a chain whips around his neck and pulls him outside.
5: I hate when that happens. (laughs) And then he
1: goes and whoops this dude's ass. And it was awesome.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Like, we we finally got, like,
0: because this was that book where it's, like, I opened it going, like, I can't wait to just, like, read just wordless action because i think i i got to this book right after reading getting caught up on x x of swords and i was just like i need something with no words in it for (laughs) for (laughs) (laughs) and then i got this angry fight this like husband and wife fight yeah but ah! we we do get a few pages of ninja action which is super dope
5: should have read lost Soldier oh my god (laughs) but anyway the the issue ends with with sadness
0: the the issue ends with um him looking back inside and the one dude from the warring ninja clan with the giant stone bat has his wife by the neck. So now
2: is it the rival ninja clan or is it his ninja clan that has now been taken over by rivals? His pretty yeah. sure it's that it's that. Yes. It's the second thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> it's the second sense. one. Because they were trying to get him
1: back to the temple right. to yes, kill yes, him. Yes. And he didn't, to he him, didn't yeah. take the bait. So yeah, his and we, yeah, but we see that the old guys with the bad clan. But I, I bet there's some backstory we're gonna find out. We also <laughs> got a glimpse
0: of them, um, kind of surrounding the house while the kids were home alone while they were yeah. at the restaurant. They were
2: so. all hiding in the trees. These kids are gonna
5: yeah. have so many ninjas in their sleep. They're gonna eat so many mm. ninjas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you keep coming back
0: to this, man.
4: Because it's
6: funny to only
4: me. <laughs>
0: How sure. small do you think ninjas are?
4: <laughs> they're like spiders. <laughs>
5: I, I,
0: mean, I think of them right more now. like ants, because when you see one of them, you know, somewhere nearby, there's hundreds that, of them. That's what I was going to yeah, say. White it was spiders.
5: like spiders. They, they should have never fed that one ninja, because now they just have so many. Like, they should like, have raccoons. fed it after
0: midnight.
2: are <laughs> <laughs> getting all of our mythology wires crossed.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, this book continues to be great. The art in it is phenomenal. It's got that, like, Darwin Cook kind of brushy ink vibe. The color work is phenomenal. Who does the colors on this?
2: Matt Wilson, second Matt Wilson book of the week. Oh yeah, nice.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. It's got that kind of um, watercolor, gouache kind of thing that I I always really like.
2: I just love seeing Chris Samnee draw some fucking. Um anything fireballs
0: anything man. Fireballs. and action panels man The the panel layout in this even 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 during the the fight over dinner was i like was that he i clever. like that he's yeah. so
5: reserved like the main character so reserved in using his firepower but right when that bathroom fight broke out he was just like all right let's like, i'm just
2: it. gonna like this building on fire yeah, he's just like, like oh, flame hey. on yeah
1: you didn't get it. well man yeah if you had it you'd fucking use it to win fights too <laughs>
4: but he doesn't
1: almost never Cause he doesn't need to, cause he's that fucking good too. Like that's the cool part. He's like he's that reluctant hero that has the power, but he's reluctant to I fully use it. I think it might because he just got. I out mean, of he a
5: uses it to make wife.
0: varnish dry faster. Classic.
5: Sure. Yeah, but like it's for fun. But that's you know. like he can control that. There's no other uh, enemy uh, enemy component messing right. it up. I mean, I've had just... I've
0: had uh, some hard times with some varnish in my <laughs> with yeah.
5: your fire fists. <laughs> Was your fire fist part? Like
0: had to had to grind it off and start over. <laughs> your
5: fire situation. fist get out of control. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh god, I can't put it out.
5: <laughs> I don't know what's happening. All yeah, right, this fire book fist, is great.
1: Bro. Yeah, fire is great. Um, it's, it's so pretty good. Got a bunch of martial arts books. And by that I mean like two, but they're great. <laughs> I guess Daredevil kind of counts.
4: Yeah, Daredevil counts. Yeah, the three i'm gonna do
5: you're gonna, gonna do a book i'm gonna do my martial arts book sick yeah
4: do your martial arts
5: book uh <laughs> all right I have black widow number two by kelly thompson elena Grande, and jordy Belair. um so
2: man this book it, it's beautiful
4: it's it so beautiful.
5: pretty
2: it's beautiful and i i love that i did not see this coming in the first issue yeah, the, this being the plot. Go ahead, Archie. So,
5: so it op- it opens on uh, Bucky and Clint uh, uh, watching in the bushes from with like binoculars of uh, Nat um like working on working uh, on bikes. Weeks. Yeah, just just a little bit. Um, <laughs> so they're like having a conversation and they're like trying to figure out uh, you know what to do. And um, so Clint goes in. Uh, and, like, introduces himself to her, and, um, she, uh, she's, you know, he, like, leads in with, I really, I really like your bike, and, um...
2: Yeah, that's his, that's his impetus to, like, can I come in your garage, stranger?
5: And they're, (laughs) they're, they're talking, um, and he's kind of, like, you know, slightly feeling out whether she like recognizes him at all and um then
2: yeah he says he gave her like multiple opportunities right. to like to like give him a, a signal like if she was under duress or whatever but nope she just flat out does so, not recognize him at all so as they're talking
5: a uh, door opens and it's her kid and she like she picks him up and he's like uh really shocked um and uh then her yeah cause the
2: kid's like two or three Right. And it's like,
5: we She's sh- only we... been gone for months.
2: Yeah, like if, if anything, she lost six months. And that looks definitely like her kid, so what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Clint's like, I know I'm an idiot, but I don't
5: think that's how babies work. No <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: think that's how time works. I don't I
4: don't think anything. Um
5: then her husband comes in and um so they uh Clint leaves and goes back to Bucky and he's like, I don't know. If there's anything to rescue her from, like, I have no idea what's happening.
2: Like, maybe she's better off if she doesn't remember that she's Black Widow. (laughs) Like, do we really want to undo this?
5: Yeah, Um, yeah, they keep mentioning about how happy she seems. And uh, then she uh, heads out to dinner, and um, on her way, like, after after dinner, on her way out, she sees this woman get, uh, she's, like, being... Uh, hostage by like six guys with knives, and so she just rips her dress and beats the shit out of all of them. (laughs) Such a
2: good fight sequence. It's so there's like
5: she like throws a knife through a dude's hand and uh dodges a dodges a gun at like point blank, and uh it's it's really cool. The splash page is amazing.
0: Oh yeah this this center spread is fantastic. Yeah,
5: um. Then it, it cuts to uh Arcade who we saw at the end of issue 1 and uh he he mentions um Bucky and Hawkeye and he talks about how like you know they they might ruin something but they're like no this is perfect this is like a a good test to see if it's working and um so clearly Arcade and mysterious people are behind this and mm. There... And it looks
2: like Arcade is kind of like Doing it against his own will right. too Well
5: Arcade is always hired for um, Hired for stuff He's a hire, he's, you know, For hire assassin And um, this job Seems like he's really bored And is not enjoying Whatever's going on um, Which will probably Be a, a thread later um,
0: I've always loved Arcade
5: I do too He's great he's so ridiculous Mm -hmm. there's no murder world though which is probably one of the reasons why he's bored because he doesn't get a murder world where's my murder world (laughs) (laughs) and then uh yeah so Nat gets home from dinner and um she just starts making a bomb and then she's like what am I doing and that's how it ends It's like (laughs) you know just 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 casually "Uh."
2: making a improvised bomb <laughs> <laughs> Um so my question to you is who do you think uh these this panel of mysterious people are cuz one's obviously Red Guardian.
5: Right, well they they do a close up of his beard and his face and I was like that's probably Red Guardian.
2: Yeah, so like and and you can kind of see he's got like like they do like an outline of all of them and like one has like a like a fur collar. I'm thinking that's uh Yelena. Uh Huh?
5: I don't what, know, what were you going to say? Elena Belova or whatever. That- I
2: think that's probably the chick. There's like, there's clearly one person with like long hair, but like, I don't know, maybe it's like Baron Zemo oh, with, the, with the with the furry collar, but then there's like one person on the top right. I don't, I don't know who that is. It looks like a short hair person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious to see who who those yeah mysterious people are. But Baron Zemo makes sense because he was like in that um oh god what was that uh, event that, like um uh, where they put all the superheroes and supervillains in the like idyllic town and took away all their memories um standoff was that it
3: oh uh, yeah yes that is yeah the name that of was that was like
2: he was the big bad in that event so mm-hmm. gotcha. it'd okay. be interesting if he pulled the same trick on a on a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean to- totally knows what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you're just making stories up on the fly right now. I, nope, that's a real thing that
2: happened.
0: <laughs> I do love the design and the layout of this book. Like, oh, it's so good. There's there's tr- there's motion in in yeah. these layouts. Like even even that last page when she's building the bomb, like it there's a movement to to these drawings and these layouts that I, I always love it when they get this right
2: yeah no it's it's like yeah it has it has an energy that is like very fast-paced and like it it also kind of like um the the elena uh casagrande definitely gives me um joel jones vibes like the yeah like that like really like like heavy line weight with like really like like it makes the colors pop in a really cool way
0: there's a there's a, a bit of um Mike and Lara all written this too. In yeah, that, well it, that's For the that same that's, reason.
2: Jordy uh colors like, too. Definitely doing that.
5: What'd you say, no, Arty? Just like he's at. I was like, that
4: looks like
2: orange. always.
5: <laughs> well, I
4: mean, like
0: I'm just looking at this last page. Like that, that last drawing is is like the the eyes and everything. I, I get that same kind of vibe. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's poppy. Is I guess what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah,
4: it pops. It pops. Right. What else? Who's pop- next? What else popped this week? <laughs> what else popped? Is Adam doing his together? Is that why? What happened? Yeah, Adam. What do you got? What do you read this week?
0: I I, I just did Firepower.
5: Oh, you oh, did yeah, Firepower. You did. I forgot to. That. I thought
4: point. you
0: were. Gonna but be- I'll go again. <laughs> did you I already forget
5: that he did Firepower? Yeah, no, I, I did. I completely <laughs> forgot. It's
6: okay.
0: I'm glad I'm entertaining on this show. <laughs> um, I but my my second pick is more of a shout. Um, Just because it's a, a collection of, of three issues, mostly. Uh, I got the TMNT Best of Raphael. Mm. Nice. So Sweet. within the Turtles universe, they've, they've done multiple different times these character one-shots. Where they'll do like a micro-series where each character gets their own standalone one-shot issue. So they'll do like a, a Raph issue. They'll do a Mikey issue. Etc. Etc. et cetera. So they're, they're kind of collecting those and putting them out in these collections. So the first one they're doing is, is this Raph issue. So in the collection, we get the first um, Mirage series, Raphael micro series one shot. Um, that's by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. And that's the first appearance of Casey Jones. That's when oh, cool. Casey and Raph meet and become BFFs essentially adorable and then the second one is the T M T Raphael micro series that idw did the first one idw did where we get the first appearance of alopex yeah. where casey cool. and Raff in a solo mission meet alopex and she then beats
5: the crap out of shredder
0: yeah but um th- that one was really good the art is kind of strange in that one um I kind of forgot about this art style, but like Alopex looks so different now the way, the way she's drawn. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting to see that, um, that evolution, but that was uh, by Brian Lynch and Franco Um, And then the, the, the third one is the TMNT uh, Raphael macro series that uh, I think IDW did more recently where it was um, Raph gets kidnapped by the Earth Protection Force and they try to do that mind control thing on him that they did to Slash. And then uh, Mm. Casey has to come through and kind of save his ass. So there's a a constant theme throughout all three of these, and that is that Raph and Casey are the best of buds, And (laughs) I'm here for it. Because that's like the best bromance in comics. Because
5: Raphael's not not a woman. Doesn't have to have an ugly breakup with Casey. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right. Really? Yeah. So bad with girls.
0: Less said about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, and that, yeah, the third one uh, that is by Kevin Eastman, uh, Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, and Ben Bishop. <laughs> uh, Kevin Eastman did the script and the layouts, and Ben Bishop did did the art. So mm. nice. I, I always love the Ben Bishop art. It's really, uh, it's really something. <laughs> but I I, th- I thought this was cool that they're that they're doing this collection. It looks like um the next one up is Donatello, and Donatello's my, um one shots are my favorite out of any of these series. So like I'm really looking forward to seeing that.
5: Well, they don't include the one where he dies. <laughs> well, that wasn't a
0: one shot.
5: Is it just one shots?
0: Yeah, well, th- oh, it's okay. these micro series. So each one of these micro series, that um, each one of these RAF micro series, is part of a four-part micro series. So each one of these, there's a, a corresponding three other issues for the other, the other Hamato brothers.
2: Gotcha. I, I'm I'm pretty. I didn't get a chance to read this yet, but I, I'm definitely going to because I did miss you know all of tmnt prior to issue 101 (laughs) issue 100 um so yeah i imagine this is a really great place to just get like a crash course in some of the like a a person who's not a coward Uh, turtles is one of those books but we both know i'm not going to
0: turtles is one of those books that's hard to just read from the beginning because there's it's got such a fractured timeline and fine. there's also
2: a lot of it is not in print. I was looking for a customer recently and I'm just like, I can get you the library edition of the first bits of DM. If you want to give me $200, I can get it for, <laughs> you. you know, not quite that much, but still, it's, like, tri-
0: it's tricky to find, but I mean, they, they every the now, now and again, seen? they reprint the original run. Like they just, not too long ago, I want to say like five or six years ago, they did the color classics where they did the first, the first um, Mirage arc colorized, which, Nice. Again, I, I have feelings about colorizing old comics. The the uh the RAF mirage micro series in this book is colorized. It's it's fine. I'm just not I'm not big on the colorization. Just
5: read the IDW hardcovers and you're fine.
4: <laughs> that that is probably the know. best collection. Put it if all you, if in order wanna, for you.
0: Yeah, if you want to really dig in, those those IDW hardcovers are pretty fantastic.
2: That is, that is a great suggestion for our readers, but I, you and I both know <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Nope. I, have, I love it to death. It's great. I've, I've changed my tune on TMNT Comics tremendously <laughs> since we started talking on the show, and so I started reading it. Uh, so that's not to say that, that it's not worth it to go back. I just am lazy. But
0: my, my <laughs> biggest takeaway from this book, though, is just how different the characters of Casey and Alopex are from their first appearance.
2: Yeah, that's pretty it's, cool. It's you pretty it's girl. pretty
0: wild to go back and be like, whoa, uh like A, Casey used to be a maniac and <laughs> Elopex just used to look completely different. Like she wasn't as cute in the mm. beginning.
4: More more feral foxy.
0: Feral Foxy <laughs> kind of jowly. Mm. But
2: I it's T M T currently is far closer to Furry adjacent. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for honestly for the better because everyone is fucking adorable. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Everyone's realizing their true fursona.
1: Long live Frog Team. <laughs> uh, I don't
0: know, man. I've range I've, range I've, range. I've 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 gravitated over to Team Owlboy, I think. Oh,
2: Owl, Owl Baby is <laughs> my. <laughs> my precious precious angel baby. Plus Lita, those are my two. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but um but yeah, th- this this definitely scratched the TMNT itch for this week. um, I just like having these collected because the, especially the Wrath micro series, the, the first one is so hard to come by because it's the first appearance of Casey Jones. Mm. So. A hot book. Yeah, and if you don't want to buy one of the library editions in order to get it, it's, you know, it's only six bucks and you that's, get that plus, you know, two,
6: Considerably better. two
0: more stories.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, while we're on the subject of like a like a gentle shout out of a book. Uh <laughs> Cuz I I basically the only way to describe this book is to just tell it to you directly, so I'm not going to do that to spoil it. Um Norse mythology number 1. Uh it's Norse oh, mythology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I,
0: I I got like halfway through this and went how the hell are we going to do like a birds yeah, eye? Yeah,
2: I'm like just going to talk about how incredible the art is. So it's um it's by Neil Gaiman, it's based on the adaptation. So so he adapted the um the prose edda into his own Norse mythology book, and now he's adapting that Norse mythology book into a comic series. Um The Art is by uh, P. Craig Russell, uh Mike Magnola, and Jerry Ordway with colors by Laverne uh Kindri- Zierski Just- and uh Dave Stewart. Um so yeah, so, so basically, you know, the, the Prose Edda is a amalgamation of collections of, like, oral history and poems and, like, all these different things that kind of combine to... Like, Norse mythology doesn't have, like, a Bible, you know? Like, there's, like, a bunch of different pieces that Neil Gaiman did his best to kind of assimilate into one place. Um, so this is his adaptation of it. And the really cool part is that he did different artists for each story. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was not expecting. I thought it was all going to be P. Craig Russell. Um, so the first story is just, uh, Yggdrasil and the nine worlds and it's, and it's just going through, Hey, this is the world tree and its roots stretch to all of these worlds. And this is what the worlds represent. And this is like the, the cast of characters, if you will, it's kind of like going through like, these are the Norns and these are, you know, some of this is the, just like the MCU movie. Yeah, exactly just, the same. Just right.
5: Just <laughs> hit it out of the park.
2: <laughs> yeah, like here's Asgard, and here's Alfheim, and here's Niflheim, and here's Nin- Ninvalidir, and you know, like all the different worlds. Midgard, the whole, the whole nine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole smear. <laughs> <laughs> I That's did it. That's where it comes uh, from. No, no. <laughs> is that where it comes mm, from?
6: Probably um.
2: No. So yeah, so the art on that one is incredible. Highly recommend reading it. Um, the second story is uh, Mimir's head and Odin's eye, and it's all about the story of the way that Odin um, went to Yggdrasil to get wisdom, and uh, there was this. And this... then Kratos comes in, <laughs> takes Mimir's head. Uh, yeah. So Mimir was a giant who, um, who drank from this like pool of of wisdom. And Odin came to like ask him if he could drink from the pool to also have wisdom so that he could rule as a just king. And he says, you know, you have to pay a price. He plucks his eyeball out of his head and drops it into the pool. Um, it, was, it, was, it was it was it
0: was two fifty, dude. You didn't have to pull your <laughs> that, eyeball. <out. laughs>
5: my my pool requires an arm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't go there But you know, anymore. then he's then he, he's allowed to drink from from the uh, from the thing, and then like the the giant becomes his like his ambassador, and then like uh, uh, yada, yeah yada, yada. it's really good. The best part about this is that it's Magnola art. Yeah, um, it's great. It's super good. I haven't seen his interiors in a while. I don't remember the last time he was really doing interior. And art. And it's the and, perfect
0: like, kind of story for him
2: it really is cuz it's like super like esoteric and like more so than most of Norse mythology. A lot of Norse mythology gets like really goofy and silly and that's why i love it. But this one is is the brutal like drink from the waters that your blood is tainted kind of uh story, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like and then like bring me the head of the giant kind of vibe. Um so that that's super cool. Um and then the last story is the treasures of the gods. And as I said, this is one of the silly ones. It's my favorite one. It's, it's uh, this is might be my second favorite story. I will definitely talk about the issue when it comes to it, where like uh, Thor like cross dresses to like uh, trick some giants. I forget exactly. He pulls a but Bugs Bunny. Yeah, he pulls a Bugs Bunny, and it works, and it's well, fantastic. This one
5: was just Loki going college bro and me like got got you.
2: Yeah, Loki steals Sif's hair while she's sleeping, and <laughs> Thor comes up and beats the shit out of him. And is just like put it back, bro. Not cool. And then they're like, yeah, Not- we can make you a new one. like, what? yeah. So he he goes he goes to the dwarves just and gonna- the dwar- and he, he like tricks the dwarves into competing who can make the best hair. Nail some hair <laughs> onto her. Just, like just clunk it on. Uh, it's fantastic. It's yeah. Th- um, my only complaint with this book, if I have one, is that it doesn't like cleanly end on like it's not like the story break is in the middle of an issue or the the, the issue breaks is in the middle of a story. So it's like to be continued. How does Sif get her hair back? And it's like no, just I just want to read the rest of the story. That's not cool. Like you put three, you put two and a half short stories in one issue. Um, uh, I wish it had just been kind of like an oversized issue and finished that that short story. You know, um. But I ain't complaining. It's great. Uh, highly recommend. My other favorite part about this is that uh, I read Neil Gaiman's like like novel of Norse mythology when it came out. But I read it so fast that I don't really remember most of the stories very well. Um, like it was, it's a fantastic read. It's super fun. Uh, highly recommend it. On top of getting the issue too, but like, yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, I did forget about this story. That's fun like it was nice to revisit it again and kind of get like um, a little bit more of an artist's take for it rather than you know the, the visuals I had in my head oh you know what this is actually my third favorite story the one where, where Loki gets turned into a horse is probably my second favorite <laughs> yep <laughs> that's fun nice um, I don't have yeah, a Warner really Brothers
0: ex- cartoon to compare that one to <laughs>
2: You don't. I just. I mean, I'm sure if I
0: really thought hard.
2: I'm sure there is one. Nay, it's it's. I mean, that one's kind of gender-bendery, too, because for whatever reason, just... he turns himself into a lady horse and gets gets like stagged out, <laughs> and, like gets pregnant uh, by a. Why didn't like, we oh, talk about a horse,
1: baby.
3: <laughs> I Now gonna... I got a
2: horse baby. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: Emperor's New Groove. This should have a... <laughs> been the segue to Money Shot. Yeah. Well, I don't uh, have money Sean shot. But money shot came out. It's so Ding. good. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I didn't read it. I can't tell you, but I'm excited to read it.
5: Talk about nailing things on your head.
6: Cause
1: That book is
5: fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, I see what you did there.
5: Did you? Did you even read it? S-
1: sploosh. No, but you said
0: nailed someone on on their yeah, head. because and like, the, that the, can only mean a couple of things.
2: The
5: centaur woman um, has a has like an armor helmet that she actually has to nail.
2: Like, like oh no, shoes. I thought you meant like a. Um, it <laughs> was a mind. joke just yeah. for me. The three all
0: of right. us
1: went the other way.
2: <laughs>
0: I know. We all we all we all got the joke, but we all got different jokes.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's and my And
1: sometimes coffee. that's okay. That's a great. I mean, it's a, it's that's a
4: great the best joke. kind of joke. Yeah, the open-ended joke. Uh, All right. Well, I guess I'll talk about. <laughs> well, at least I'll try to talk about this book. Uh, coffin bound, uh, number seven.
0: We've been talking about coffin bound for over a year, and we're only that many issues in.
1: Well, th- yeah,
2: they took a big break between yeah, story arcs. Yeah.
1: Number seven. Oh my god, I couldn't find it for a second. <laughs> Coffinbound also- number seven by Danny Water, Dan Waters, and Danny. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not
2: uh, also, Adam, give him a break. There's this global pandemic that's happening.
5: No, I, yeah. I, I, I understand.
2: I Where's I my great. coffin
5: bound? <laughs> Should be issue 50.
2: I,
0: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that in such a way that I'm like, what are these guys even doing? I'm just saying. <laughs> are
5: you even a break comic? <laughs> I I, it, I, I just every time every comments. time this
0: book comes up, I I remember us covering it on our first episode. I'm like, oh, that's wow. exciting. And Wait, then like, there's there's episode. other books that we started covering on our first episode, like House of X, and we're like 400 issues in. Yeah, it's just true. it's interesting.
4: We'll get to that later. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so this was a, a an interesting one. So our main
1: character is trying to get murdered so she can capture the vulture and prove it's real so right. she can prove and get God, which is a drug that gets injected into you um for this church. So now she basically put a <clears throat> hit out on herself. Um and she one of these assassins catches up say one of one of the <laughs> catches up to her. And it's really two people sure. and they they, like, attack her with a sword, and this is when the book really pivots, and we see the next day or two from two different timelines.
5: Right. how she
1: reacts to the situation And they're color-coded, forward. too.
5: They're, yes. Uh, the assassins are black and white, so they kind of split her into that. They kind of, like, yes. split her into two. Um, it, yeah,
1: they kind of split her into two, and you which, see these two timelines.
5: Yeah, and then it color-codes the book. Like, yeah. the panel layout.
1: Which I thought was really cool, because that was it's, extremely helpful. It's nuts. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. So in the in the first one, she is hanging out with this boy that she met, and she's, like, bleeding a lot. She's like, all right, I'm going to take you to this guy. He's got a bunch of blood. <laughs> He's a blood seller. <laughs> He's a blood seller. And, but it's,
5: but like, they, like, um, yeah. Oh, no, it's just, like, blood from, like, people who have been in car crashes so it has extra adrenaline or
1: yeah yep yeah so the idea is whatever based on the 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 uh they kind of explain a little bit like the, the blood coming in is blood like you said it's like adrenalized from people who died in car crashes or people who uh donated blood by unrequited lovers um hot blood cold blood blood of saints and sinners basically it's like whatever drug you take you're gonna feel a different thing based on where it came from and she's like since she's been taking God and putting that in her veins, she hasn't felt, uh, that takes all feeling away and this is doing the opposite. So she basically gets all of it so she can feel everything. Happiness, sadness. Yeah,
6: basically. (laughs) And she
1: gets happiness, sad, anger, uh, joy, just all of this stuff. And eventually um, like she kind of wakes up and she wants to kind of do everything and um including the cute boy that she met a couple days ago um that she knows and so it kind of goes through that and then she has a bad reaction and then i'll kind of flip back to the other one she kind of goes home and doubles down on using god so she could try to find the vulture so she could end this whole thing um and she's able to actually get there um and another one of the assassins Madame entropy shows up and she is inter- like kind of interacts with the speech bubbles and the the reader's like wait haven't we seen this before Some- something is going wrong um but she kind of hops into this high for lack of a better term um and starts taking away all the words that she normally hears it's like and the vulture's like yeah that's what she does she takes away the words first and then comes and gets everything for you and then she kind of sees the vulture Fights back. She knows it's real. She's proved the existence and fights back and ends up killing this madam entropy. But now, at the end of this, she's having a bad reaction to the blood transfusion and she's having. She just killed this other assassin.
5: Almost like shoving yourself full of a bunch of different kinds of blood is not the best. Maybe not the best idea.
1: And at the- <laughs> Yeah. And at the end of this, the assassins that chopped her, did this to her, basically asked the same question. Um. We could, uh, we could tell you there are two options. Truly, the one you so they're each living through one, uh, but the options yours. So the one where she ends up killing the person and proves the existence. She basically she chooses one path. She becomes this matriarch of this new master religion that pushes puns a pope to push God quote-unquote, um, onto the masses, and basically she's remembered forever, but she's lonely. She never sees her friends again. She just turns she feels, everyone into a drug addict. And she feels nothing <laughs> ever again, basically. And then the the flip side was she basically bleeds out, and Madame Antropy, the one that came to get her, kills her, but for a short time, she would have at least lived uh, and felt anything instead of nothing uh, because she, you know, had this, like, transfusion um and then it kind of just shows her waking up in the clinic and showing Madame entropy which my take on it was she took she took that one because that's what the deal was that she was gonna get yeah get her in the clinic so through all of that trying to prove the vulture was real and all that stuff, she still chose to take instead of making everyone else suffer she took her small glimmer of living and chose that path instead i thought it was an interesting way to show i don't know how you make a choice and but both halves of her made like the same choice which i thought was cool even though she was split into two different versions of her chose that same thing and saw the paths laid out in front of them it was a it was
4: cool
0: i really um, like the art in this issue yeah like it's it's a lot of like big broad shapes in negative space it's got a real Saul Bass kind of feel to it
5: I mean the way the issue is designed is incredible yeah and they had to do a ton with color oh yeah
1: in, in this one because you know the black there's black on white and then there's like white on a black background and then like it's, like you know, one of them uses a lot of red uh, yeah. to, um, the other ones are using a lot more of the white to show the different paths and it was a really cool um yeah almost like a negative of each other uh it's mm-hmm. kind of what they were it was it was like a very cool man. way to show this. Yeah. Um
0: I always like when artists do that though, when they draw the space around what right. they're drawing as opposed to drawing the the person or the subject.
1: And that's what it feels like is happening here. They they it feels like they're like coming out of it. Yeah. Because they're almost yeah, they're being drawn around instead of drawing into it. I like and it. It's fantastic. And this one just kinda of made me is like, oh what the f-? I had to read this one twice. I was like, what was this? Hmm. What did I just read? But it was awesome. This is a great series. Read it.
4: Just read it. Read it. That's all I'm going to say. Shut up and read this book. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Done. But yeah, it's my big pick. Again, it probably would have been Money Shot, but (laughs) I can't get it yet. I'm sorry, guys. Sad.
6: I'll save the know, dick jokes so for next time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> just read
0: Boys Club. You'll get enough dick jokes between now and then.
5: Oh my lord. That right. is
1: true. You should read Boys Club. Oh, should I? Should I read things, Casey? <laughs> <laughs>
2: alright, alright. Just fired. I get it. Still upset. I was <laughs> kidding. Well, now there's an invincible cartoon, so you oh can't yell God, at me that I didn't so read invincible. Good.
1: <laughs> the best part is they're just gonna make a sh- book I already like, but with like Different voice actors in my head, and I'm pretty excited that J.K. Simmons is going to be his dad.
0: They're doing the same yeah. thing with Jeff Smith's Bone.
1: I'm so excited! Oh, nice. oh just make the comic because so it's amazing. It, yeah, they put the trailer out for Invincible. It looks great. Um, yeah, So like, I'm I don't so even excited. need to read it. It's fine. It's fine. That <laughs> show's going to be great.
0: Also, uh, <laughs> speaking of Bone, I know we're not speaking of Bone, but I'm going to for a minute. <laughs> Whoever's whoever's making this Netflix series, if you're listening, and I'm sure you're not, you gotta get Henry Zabrowski and Ben Kissel to play Phony and Smiley Bone.
2: Oh my god! And god. then and
0: then Marcus Parks could be Phone Bone. It's yeah, but perfect.
5: Who's gonna be Ted? The best character.
0: Uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's I can't hear it any other way. Yeah, now. I
0: oh I I, th- I thought of that idea, and then I went back. Because I I read that book like uh, once a year, sometimes every other year. I just can't get enough of that book. And ever since I had that thought, I can't read it in those. I can't not read it in those voices. It's like you have to get these guys. (laughs) Fucking do it.
4: Uh, That's fair. All right. Is that me? Oh, I think so. Yeah.
0: I love how you don't want to go.
5: I hate it. RJ, do, I hate it do you not
2: want to be here? I hate it here. <laughs> is, this, is this how RJ I don't like public speaking. You We're should know this by now. You should have told us that before we did a podcast You're for a year. You're alone in
0: your room, RJ. This is not public speaking. <laughs> Every,
2: it's, everyone can hear man being being known as is, is true hell yeah. Isn't oh yeah
0: it? the terrifying the, idea like, of being, being a
2: human in the real world just disassociate and talk about your stupid book it's fine
1: <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ. It's, it's not stupid it's a really good book i'm assuming sorry. i haven't
5: disassociated permanently already <laughs> all right i have um the dreaming waking hours number three by uh g willow wilson nick robles and matt lopez um so
2: god this book is so fucking pretty. oh I actually I've mad my at last how book, book pretty this book. <laughs> No, but like this one, I mean, yes, that last book is great, but like this one makes me mad at how pretty it is. <laughs> like I'm I'm upset about it. I'm I totally don't to have a totally
5: don't have wow. a theme in my in what I want to pick.
2: I know. your books are so pretty.
5: Um So this one opens in Shakespeare world with uh Lindy and mm. She's uh doing a doing a monologue, but it's uh it's her story about how she got pregnant and um how it was like a fling at a holiday party, and the dude offered to pay for an abortion, but she thought that her she didn't have a lot of time, so she just wanted to keep it because it was some sense of family. Um, Oof. and uh, yeah, it was uh it's it was rough. also
2: can relate because she's like you know like uh, like I'm thirty and it feels like the like my my time is up and she's like i know it's stupid because i'm only 30 but also like holy crap i'm 30
3: <laughs> i was like oh, oh, oh. Mm. yeah 30, 30 is the new dead same
0: so she, she's
5: doing she's doing a whole spiel while also you know honing up the york skull because of course and uh then it then it kind of cuts to uh all, all the all the shakespeare's and they're like watching and crying <laughs>
6: It's so good. Um
5: then it goes over to uh to to everyone's favorite nightmare, Ruin, and Heather and <laughs> the cherub. Um so And the baby. Right, and the baby. Uh so Heather is trying to get them into the dreaming by going through the land of the fae, the fairy. Uh and um
2: because basically, any other way into the dreaming and dream knows the Fey right. is like a side door. Yeah. Where like,
5: um, and uh, so she's like going to summon uh someone from that realm to help them. And Joe feels like is this reminds me of like how we met. And so it turns out that um she had previously summoned Joe Fuel by accident by some. She was trying to summon like a fire like a innocent little fire spirit and uh, she ends up summoning like an angel or
2: like like the fieriest yeah. scariest like lion angel that exists and she's like whoops I'm sorry but this
5: this <laughs> kind <laughs> of exists to to show and like juxtapose her next to her family who you know the sandman literally starts with him being summoned and caught by her uh her ancestor and yeah i think
2: it's her grandfather
5: right and um so she's like i'm not an asshole i i let you know i sent him back it's like sport fishing she's like
2: like, yeah she's like it's like fishing and if i i i'm trying to catch a carp and i catch a carp great but if i catch a shark i have to put it back like (laughs) it's rude
5: it's just kind of funny um so she does the spell and she ends up summoning puck and um
2: which again you got a shark man you got <laughs> you went to get someone from the from the ferry and you got the ferry <laughs> yeah whoa
0: you mean that little guy from alpha flight <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. i love yes. it uh, no it's that little guy from midsummer night's dream and he's a dick oh that yeah.
5: Fuck. That's, that's yeah true. less He's, he's not, he's less Canadian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the only difference between That's the two. The
6: only difference
0: <laughs> is what is real sorry about that. My, the other one is, this his is goat god.
5: Adam just like split my brain because half of me just wanted to continue the recap and then the other half really wanted to make X Men puns. Because <laughs> it's like, fuck, he brought Alpha Flight into it. <laughs> I'm broken. Anyway, I'm, Heather Sorry. was like it's fine uh you know he can't escape the circle and, she, and he's like bitch I'll show you and he <laughs> just like scratches her and like climbs out um Damn. and then she like sends him back but he's like I never forget my uh enemies. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. He's like, so, so he's just like, what kind of dumb bitch are you thinking you could trap a fairy and right. that we're going to actually help you, fuck. you dumb bitch? How dare you? And yeah. then he's like, well, He's like, oh, okay, I'll take you if you give me that baby. Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't have the baby. Wait, what? what? Yeah, no, you can't have the baby. And then he's like, all right, well, fuck you. Fuck you, too. Fuck you. I don't forget. You're,
1: you're cool. <laughs> fuck you.
2: <laughs> no, no one's cool. Fuck all of you. I'm going to eat that baby. You, the, the fucking angel can't carry it forever. Uh and I'm I'm coming Maybe. back for all of you.
5: Yep. <laughs> and then uh then yeah, so that you know, that went real well. Um so then Ruin was like, you know what, this was all a mistake. I should have done it myself. Um there's only one person that Oops. can really help us, which is the person who helped me escape. Um and he you know, he doesn't uh doesn't explain any more than that other than he just kinda leaves um oh, right. so it cuts to dream back in his nightmare box um which just sounds like my home <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Brutal. so he's like interrogating the nightmares and he's uh he wants to know you know how he escaped and uh trying to find information about ruin and um they're like oh he's he's weak and you know he wasn't happy and uh dreams like what do you what do you mean he's a nightmare can he be unhappy? So he summons, um, <laughs> oh, what are their names? Brute and Glob. Um, and, uh, they're res- semi responsible for Morpheus' Morpheus's death. So.
2: And they're also semi responsible for for this I- iteration of Dream. Right. Yeah.
5: So yeah. he brought, so, uh, the current Dream brought them back from exile, um, after all of that happened. And, you know, they're like, I never, we never understood why you did that. And he's like, it's because now you owe me a favor. And I want you to tell me who let ruin out. And, um, he, they explain that it's not a mortal. It's not a nightmare. It's someone that walks between worlds again, also not, you know, giving a clear answer,
2: <laughs> which I'm pretty sure I know who this is, I, but I also, I was d- like, it's Constantine. Oh, no, <laughs> It's not, um, no, there's um I didn't get a chance to read like I, I jumped on to reading The Dreaming, um, when G. Willow Wilson took over for this for this series, but there was like a I wanna say ten or twelve issue miniseries of The Dreaming when the whole Sandman universe imprint started and the main character is this girl that like doesn't belong in either and she kinda mm-hmm. traipses Back and forth between mm. uh, the dreaming and, and reality. And she, she's kind of the only person. And, and like when Dream was just missing, she was kind of like this impromptu, like, I'm going to like boss L- Lucian around, huh. like the, the guy who runs the library. Um, so I, I read a couple issues of that and then kind of fell behind. But uh, I, if I had to guess, this is like, that's the thread that or connects those two like dreaming things. It's or it's always constit- constant. Yes. <laughs> Well they, they they call it a her. So I'm assuming oh, it's that character. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, it's like because he says like um you know, they said it's something else, it's something between worlds and he's like and after all I have done for her, all if I've, I've I have permitted her um find her Lucian, we will settle this now. So it's he knows who it is mm-hmm. and Ruin knows who it is, so I think the next issue is the bigger reveal. Sure,
5: yeah. Um yeah, so then the last thing is it cuts back to Lindy, um, with all the Shakespeare's, and uh, she's kind of uh just like sinking into complacency. She's like, you know what? It's kind of fine here. I don't have to worry about my evil professor or anything. And babies, then babies, right? <laughs> and um, then the, but the Shakespeare's Pesky are like, babies. but you promised to help us, and she's like, you know what? All right, uh, uh, just let me think. So she's like going through her like, you know, just years and years of history of, like, all all her research she's done, and she's like, this is the problem with figuring, trying to actually figure out, uh, who wrote Shakespeare's stuff, was that you always end up kind of projecting yourself into, you know, the, the history, because there's so many plausible, there's so many scenarios, like, you know, different... Well-
2: it's also it's also the same as like conspiracy theories. It's fun to think right. that what we know is the truth is not the right, truth. Right, sure. So like she she just the one that she wants to be true is that it's Anne Hathaway, but like that doesn't mean that it is yeah, simply because she, says, she like, wants it to be that. Reports
5: were also that like Anne Hathaway was you know uh, illiterate, right? Or yeah. So
6: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, she she like she's like all right, we're we're it's clearly not like Illuminati <laughs> Shakespeare. It's clearly not I the know. sheik. I wouldn't Those Illuminati are too stupid.
5: So quickly. <laughs> He's got a pyramid head.
0: Wait, the Iron Sheik actually wrote Shakespeare? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe
2: it. No, the, in, the last issue... <laughs> in the last issue. In the last issue, there was a whole thing about like Sheik you Zoom's bar, and That like and somebody just like sign. wrote it down as Shakespeare.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never, I, I didn't realize Shakespeare coined the word jabroni.
6: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she kind of comes to
5: the conclusion that the best way. To figure it out would be to put on a play, but a play from the apocrypha, something that she hasn't heard before. Um, that way she can, like, you know, truly suss out who is uh, Shakespeare. And uh, that, that's that's kind of where the issue leaves. Um, I don't know. I just every every issue, I it's it's so good.
1: It's
2: so good. <laughs> I also so good. A
1: giant Shakespeare play.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's just all of Sandman. I know. <laughs> all of Sandman is just Shakespeare. Um, but also, yeah, I wanna, I wanna give Ruin a big old hug. <laughs> I mean, he's don't talk to me or my baby Ruin ever again. <laughs> I love him and I want to protect him. Poor guy. <laughs> he's so innocent, <laughs> but he's a nightmare. It's so sad.
1: <laughs> oh goodness, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I should check this out. I haven't read any it's of these
2: so new good. ones yet. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it which also makes me want to go back and read um The Dreaming because that's I wanna say Cy Spurrier wrote that too. I and think so. like and everything he's writes is fantastic and he's been writing, you know, Constantine and that's fantastic. So like you know, I it, it's really on me that I missed it. So Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, shit happens.
5: I've avoided <laughs> some of them because I, I don't think i've finished sandman so i was like because i missed overture and like some of the other stuff mm-hmm. so but this one well Overture's a
2: prequel so as long as you read sandman up through yeah no it didn't. Where i didn't think spoiler dream dies i know that
4: though
5: <laughs> <laughs> i don't i forget what volume i got up to um i, I didn't care
2: well that's i i you know to the readers that haven't read it, even though I just kind of spoiled it for you, it is um fantastic and it holds up, and I highly recommend it. I read it like pretty late in life, all things considered yeah. mm-hmm. it's okay it's always it's always hard to jump into those ones that are like quote unquote classics that you could be like shunned for not having read, but like <laughs> that's one that i that I fully support like you know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds right
2: fuck everything i just said it sucks that's... i mean <laughs> i really
1: liked it i thought it was a good book and i liked a bunch of the it's spin-offs because uh lucifer spun out of that and that book's fantastic too mm-hmm. yeah that's my carry mm-hmm. that's really good
5: that's because it's my carry yep.
1: yeah i love lucifer that's an awesome book
0: i love lucifer as well but Right, that's, a that's true. That's a don't
1: we
3: all? That's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike Carey. That's
5: awesome. This this podcast, but just not yet.
1: Yeah, we could just we just don't have a, a book right now from him.
5: I don't even know what he's doing.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, write a he, new book. He did one of the um, Hill House comics, didn't he? Do Dollhouse Oh, right? oh yeah. Yep. You're
5: yeah, right. We still don't right. have that was over. So you know what? My statement stands. Yeah.
1: Let's get to, let's get it together. We need another. Bring my book carry back from you. <laughs> Free my <white> carry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, are we doing uh, Swamp Man Boy thing, or are we talking about Marauders now?
2: Well, swamp. I mean, we just talked about Vertigo, so let's talk about Vertigo. Swampy. Swamp. 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 I really like this uh, Swamp thing. Yeah, Legend of the Swamp Thing Halloween Spectacular by everyone. Um, by everyone. <laughs> uh, and the
0: tagline is. Six tails rooted in horror.
2: Noise nice. rooted?
5: rooted. I didn't write definitely a theme. Definitely I could have theme
0: because he's a plant um, because he has roots.
2: Go! Oh, I didn't realize that's really good. That's a good fun. I was just trying to keep us grounded.
0: I'll show <laughs> myself out.
5: We're, yeah, please. You better leave. Barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I I'm should make it
0: like a tree and get out of here.
2: We're really, really <laughs> branching off.
5: <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs>
2: This joke is rotten. Stop! You
1: guys all suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no pun. No pun. No, s- no swamp pun. We're just all idiots.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we knew that. <laughs> uh. So, anywho, this book um, is fantastic, and it, it's uh, there's a really cool um, like bookend kind of story uh, those, to this I really an- liked anthology. Those. Those were cool. Yeah. So, this one, um, the the first story is about a boy that like went missing in the swamp. And as he just kind of like ran off, the Weeping Willow like trapped him in her like um, roots Mm -hmm. and was like, Oh, I just want to hold him for a while because he's so sad. And Swamp Things like, You know, you can't do that. As it shows the
1: piles and piles of skulls that she's done that to kids before. Yeah, Yeah. that's not
2: cool. Don't do that. She's like, You Um, spit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Drop it. Drop it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, th-
0: this first bit is by um, Rom, Rom V. Rom V. Mike
1: Perkins. Yeah.
2: Mike Perkins. Mike Perkins and, and Andy, Andy, Troy.
1: Andy Troy. They do the first yeah. and the last one. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah. Which really, I, yeah, I, I think was the
0: powerhouse of this issue. The, this bookend totally. story was fantastic. Well,
2: yeah. oh, I've been saying Rom V is bound to like really explode. I mean, he's he's a great author, but I feel like he's not getting enough. Credit for being like, he's like the next Donny Cates. Like, like, mark my words, he's gonna blow up here very soon. But, uh,
1: yeah. So basically, what happens after marked. that though is Swamp Thing <laughs> rolls up on the Weeping Willows. Like, don't do that. Is like, all right, are you? You're good. But, like, the kid's still alive, so he like gets him, shows him along the way, and. She- they kind of continue to have a conversation swamp thing, and the weeping willow just talking. Like, yeah,
2: and she's like, "Tell me, tell me the stories of your other lives, my friend, of trees and ghosts beyond uh, other stars and other skies." And he's like, "Okay, well, where should I start?" And she's like, "We got nothing but time." And, bro. and I, yeah.
0: I took that as the the next couple of stories were yes. him telling these stories to the willow.
5: Yeah, that's how absolutely, I read it. Yeah, that. it was, and it was great. Yeah. Did you read the um, Where she's like, I read enough stories now.
4: Oh,
0: (laughs) I didn't realize that they actually tied that up. I'm a dumb idiot. No, it's okay. (laughs)
5: Um,
2: But yeah, so so the first story he tells is is um during like Rome, it's like 54 BCE, and it's uh Caesar's like siege on Britannia, and he's like writing in his journal, and it's so good because he's basically like uh he's getting all these reports back that um like his um like like the person he sent to to rule britannia like got turned over into like the druids like he went feral mm-hmm. um <laughs> and like basically that that like druid king takes like the emissaries and he's like yo check this out it goes to stonehenge mm-hmm. and like creates a ceremony where he turns into swamp thing basically uh
1: that's what stonehenge was for he like sacrifices yeah, himself it was all swamp
0: well, thing the whole I time. I
5: called it. Yeah, swamp hen. <laughs>
0: did we did swamp we do the creative Henge. team of this one?
2: Not nope. Yet. It's a uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, uh Dominique Domo Stanton and uh, Jer- uh Jeremiah Skipper on colors. Uh super good. Mm-hmm. I love at the very end, so like basically, they like he slaughters this whole battalion and like leaves one person alive to go tell Caesar to fuck off and leave Britannia alone. Uh-huh. And uh, and Caesar's just like writing his journal. He's just like, "Nope, nothing to see here. We never go back there because it's all completely under control." The end. And no
0: one ever knew what Stonehenge was for. Yep,
2: exactly. <laughs>
4: right. No one
0: knows. Certainly wasn't swamp thing.
4: <laughs> There's no swamp I've, swamp monsters I've everyone's here Everyone's trying to figure worry. out what
5: Stonehenge is for for like centuries and swamp things just like idiots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh so so the next one is um Sleeping Giant. This one's by uh Vita Ayala, um, Emma Rios and Jordy Belair. And it's another, you know, like historical tale. Um yeah, th- this, this, like one, sister, I forget what it's
1: called. A sister believes her sister has been captured or murdered, and she goes and prays to the plants because her sister had like a connection with them, made things grow. He, she goes and basically pleads with the plants, um, to help save, well, the mountain her specifically. The mountain, and it's, it's Swamp Thing. Um,
2: Damn. but uh, the, the interesting part about this one is that the sister had actually turned to Christianity, and, um, the the younger sister the narrator of the story yeah. is, um her her sister goes missing so she's like well even if she doesn't believe in the old gods anymore i know that they'll help us mm-hmm. so she like on behalf of her sister who's turned away from their spirituality prays to the mountain to
1: for her yeah. rescue and then uh they go after the captor on this island who's been using it for, like, plantations and stuff like that, and it's just like,
2: yeah. He's a colonizer. Yeah. We got ourselves another colonizer here. Yeah, and Swamp Thing um, <laughs> makes quick work of him. And we don't take kindly to colonizers on this podcast. And she punishes <laughs> him, basically,
1: for... Nice. Um, Heart stings. They initially go after him because she thinks her sister's dead, but he find out that she's alive. But Swamp Thing's like, yeah, I've already started, so... <laughs> <I don't> because <remember." laughs> yeah, uh... he's... He's fucking up everything here, so he's going anyway. So they end up uh, rescuing her sister, and they end, actually have a relative happy ending here, which is good.
2: Um, I also love like this iteration of Swamp Thing, yeah, it's since cool. it's on like a tropical island, is very foreign compared to like what we usually see as, as Swamp Thing. Yeah. It's this like he's got all these like really interesting like tropical plants and like all these colors that you don't usually see on on his character design. It's really cool. Yeah, the Cabana Swamp
4: Thing. He's got kind
2: of a yeah. feminine
0: yeah. <laughs> vibe too.
4: Yep, totally. Agreed.
0: Also, uh, didn't realize uh, Vita Ayala is in both of our, uh, her top stories this yeah.
2: week. yeah, yeah. Th- that's another writer that's about to blow up. My mark my words, Vita is gonna like hot take. Be-, be one of the one of the not a hot take. No, they're amazing, and they're really gonna like. They've been getting both both um them and and Rom have been getting. Like, more and more work for the big two. And I feel like, like, there's, like, the the big two are really starting to realize their their potential. Um, and I also, it's, we, we need a hell of a lot more, like, queer and gender nonconforming and, and brown writers. Like, we gotta kick out all the, (laughs) the old white dudes that are ruining comics. Yes, give me more of
0: that, please. And thank you. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, you can, I feel like these stories specifically, you can really tell. Um, the the beauty of having like not white dudes write comics because there's so much cultural, like 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 heritage that's built into specifically the like these stories from the Swamp Thing thing yeah the, you absolutely. know like anthology like it's really cool like you can feel the like oh this is this narrative is not centered around Western bullshit like it usually is you know what I mean like yep it's cool
4: love getting different perspectives. Anywho, continue. Uh This one, I don't know if this character is. I feel like this
1: story was extremely familiar. This next one, The No Sign of the Enemy. I feel like I've read this before. Um, hmm. I don't know from where or if it's just in another DC book, but basically. Oh, I don't know. The, it's just um, essentially well, yeah. a Jeff. Uh, we could do the creative theme
6: first.
2: Yeah, but. it's a Julian uh, Little. Uh, the writer. It's uh John Timms is the artist, and Gabe El- Elitib is the colorist.
1: Yeah, like it's um a story of just uh, a a Japanese soldier in World War II who's on this island is basically just assuming that the war is still on, and we follow him over decades, basically thinking that the war is still going. That um
6: yeah
2: like like basically the green it keeps telling him swamp thing keeps telling him like yo like the war is over go back to your family like he doesn't like ever confirm that the war is over really but he's just kind of like why are you still doing this like he he tells him
1: but he finds like um paper and like he gets confirmation that the world is over but he doesn't believe it he believes it's some like allied plot to like draw him out and kill him but so he's staying the course basically. until... yeah cuz he
2: he thinks that that leaving his post would be a dishonor yes. to his family yeah. and to his country and that he he has this like full faith that like well if the war were over were over like They'd come get you me. know the japanese would come and get me and they would tell me that it was over mm-hmm. so like obviously it's not like i have to do what's right and, and so I'm just like no I'm starting no, to get a similar overdue.
0: vibe with quarantine like i'm like <laughs> yeah. every now and again I, I i get the feeling that i'm the only one still doing it you know yeah.
2: Seriously. It's fine, because we are. <laughs> I feel like the rest of the world has moved on. And I'm like, it.
0: did everything just go back to normal and no one told me? Because I'm pretty sure yeah. nothing went back to normal.
2: It was all yeah, just right. an elaborate ruse
5: to keep Adam out of everything.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> the ultimate FOMO.
2: We were like, we didn't want- Quick, he's here. Put your mask <laughs> on. We didn't, we didn't want Adam
5: in anything. Just take him out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> But ultimately, but it I... ends up
1: him, like when it does go back to normal, he sees like Native and the green is like, dude, no, they just live here. And he like freaks out and just like starts attacking. Yeah, and, it's and like just, esca- just escalating himself. mental illness yeah. too. Because he's there like, for it's... like 40 years. I think this was in like maybe a Green Arrow book or something. Because this felt very familiar. Like I've like, I knew how this was going to end. Like I've, I don't know oh. why I n- recognize it so much. Maybe, maybe it's just. You're totally at-
2: well, if you're listening and you do know yeah, add at us, us and let
1: us, us
4: know,
0: yeah, I feel like this I is probably like a common trope with this kind of war the story. Soldier left behind,
1: yeah. yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe I've just read a different version of it. So I was like, but it felt like even though it looked familiar, like almost like this artist maybe put it in a like it was part of a different, um, different book that they worked on, um, or maybe yeah, even me. even the writer. I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah. If you know I what it is, how, let us know. <laughs>
2: I love how, um, like every time jump, it's like, it's like, uh, starts out with like, oh, it's like week two ten, I think, uh, and then yeah. it and then it jumps to like, uh, it's probably eight or nine months, and then uh, it's probably six- yeah month sixty six, and then it's like year eight or ten maybe second or third decade. Well, I don't Again, know. that's kind of how just-
0: I feel right now.
1: And
2: then it just goes yeah, to same.
1: more time passes on. It's like, oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah,
2: he is now an old man, and, and he, he has wasted ends up his life. he's blowing himself up,
1: and yep. Swamp things like. So I tried to warn you, but at least now you can finally rest.
2: Yeah, and I love that the whole time he's been carrying around like a, a like a boot with. It. Well, it, it's it's literally his boots that he has planted a flower in, yeah. and the flower is the one that's talking to him, and like the whole time he's like has full confidence that that's real. Then at the end, he's just like, no, I, you're, you're a demon and you're trying to trick me too. And it's just like, oh dang dude. Yep. Man. Poor guy. War is a hell of a drug.
1: Yeah. Um, I like this next one, next one as well.
2: Oh Uh, yeah. Well, this is our boy, James Tyne in the fourth, uh, with Christian Ward, also an artist that we've talked about a couple times. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I believe Christian Ward did his own colors, so it's- his art yeah, this art is like a, beautiful.
1: It's so good. This mm-hmm. one's a group of explorers, but um, being told by again, the one, we don't
2: like colonizers. Yeah, this one being on told from a uh,
1: starry-eyed <laughs> view of someone who just wants to see the world and truly wants to explore. Obviously, everyone else is there for not that part. And then yeah, they find yeah, an he- island that um, isn't on the map. And it's just swamp thing.
2: <laughs> it's Krakoa.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it's
2: it's swamp Krakoa. Yeah, because he's basically like, uh, this, this island is weird because there's like no shore. It's just roots that nothing, go into
1: the ocean. Yeah, and then they talk about there's nothing on it. There's it's silent. Yeah,
2: there's, there's no, no bugs there's no or, or birds anything, or. or
1: yeah. Oh,
0: that's my yeah. kind of island. So,
2: so yeah. like all the con- I think I believe they're conquistadors specifically. Yeah, they got um, those so. dick shaped hats. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, all, all the conquistadors like jump on there, like hell yeah, we're gonna like rape and pillage and get lots of money, and then like the only the explorer and our narrator are kind of like, I don't know, about something's this. wrong here, something is amiss. Yeah, methinks something is awry. And they, end but yes, yeah, he just ends up killing all of them slowly. Yeah, and the, the whole the whole story is narrated in his like last his like final like, mm-hmm. journal entry, so that if anyone ever finds it, they know how they died. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, the, the island just swallows up everyone one by one. And the Conquistador, like, slits his own throat, too, because he knows, he, like, what's like, what's the this up. island's a punishment for all the destruction that we've wrought. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, there's only one way out for a defiler like me, and then slits his own throat. Yeah. And then, Which, uh, honestly... And then our yeah, narrator, cool. like,
1: gives <laughs> himself to Swamp Thing. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna die here anyway. Might yeah, they well basically... Every...
2: Every morning they wake up there's like a new corpse that's mm. just covered in flowers. This yeah. <laughs> this was a cool
1: little story. I like
5: this one. Yeah.
2: The that Christian word art really put it over the edge. The art on that one was it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah. I I
0: love I, I love when the line work is part of the color. Like there yeah. there's yeah. no like real separation between line work and color. It's almost like a like a painting at that point. I love that kind of stuff. Mhm.
2: It's also got that like Phil Noto Rod Reese like softness yeah. and brightness to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, really soft cool.
0: edges and like splattery yeah. goodness. It's a little <laughs> splattery.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, we get to our last bookend story, which is again, um, Rom V, Mike Perkins, and Andy Troy. This is great. Um, oh, it's so good. Also, did y'all notice it's on Halloween? I did. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, the Great Dismal Swamp in Virginia. Thirty years later, and it's um, basically who goes camping on Halloween. It's the, Halloween? So
1: the... <laughs> it's, the um, it's the boy that Swamp Thing rescued in the first story as a old man.
2: Yep, and he's he gone it. back to the swamp to hunt him down to ask like, why me? He's got this like survivor's guilt. Yeah, um, but Swamp because Thing he like, lost... doesn't like
1: he's like almost being reborn, so he's like freaking out he's trying to figure out who he is too and it's like they're like kind of yelling at each other yeah it's
0: it's got a it's got a hellraiser vibe to it in that sense
2: oh man there's there's so many cool like so basically as the the boy you know like the now the old man Mm -hmm. is he's going through his whole life and explaining like all the different things that happened and like him going into the war and like you know like watching people die there and then like going into space and he's like is this why you saved me so that i could accomplish this and then like it's all about his family and like how they passed away and he's like maybe you know me like having kids was what you saved me for but all the time that this is happening the the panel layouts are like just the background is the figure of swamp thing in these like Really like creature of the Black Lagoon poses that are so cool. And oh, what
0: man. I what I loved about him kind of tracing his steps throughout his life is in every point, like when he was, even when he was in the war in the middle of the desert, he was searching for Swamp Thing. Like maybe yeah, I'll find he him here. For him. Yep. And yep. then it took him going back to the exact swamp that he was lost in as a child. i, I mm-hmm. you'd think that'd be the first place you'd go looking for him. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> you right? would think, really, um, but yeah. And then he just his heart gives out and he dies right there yeah. where he where he almost died thirty years prior and uh, or many years. It didn't say thirty. Uh, I don't know why I picked thirty yeah, <laughs> Fifty. Um, it was uh, fifty six. Oh, there you go. There's a newspaper um, article about it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there's if I had only read this book, yeah, you know, here with comes all the Sean answers. With the
0: basic subtraction.
2: No! <laughs> um. but yeah like the, there's you know he passes away and and swamp thing brings him back to the weeping willow and um yeah there's, like there's newspaper articles like taken by the swamp where you know where he once went missing and yeah it's super good just the
0: i like that the man. willow finally got to eat him <laughs> i thought yeah, that was think, good catharsis
2: yeah yeah she,
3: yeah There's there's there a, there a the lot of really time. good like
2: existential horror in, in here it's too. Really cool. Yeah, it's like, is it not a pity old friend that some humans think existence is without meaning? The trees want you to remember that every lifetime in truth is brimming with it. Like, oh man, so good. Yeah, because he's just died, like still scared and questioning his own existence. And it's like, the yeah, same. And yeah. I like
0: how his family was just like, he walked out into the woods and just never came back. Because that happens yeah. yep. to a lot of people. Like, yeah. I kind of fell down a rabbit hole uh, kind of earlier this year of these cases where people are out in the woods together and like you turn around, you turn back around and your friend is just gone.
2: Oh, yeah, there's so many. There's a documentary yeah. I watched about that once, um, which was very unfulfilling because it ends with just being like shrug shoulders. I yeah. don't know. And that's like, oh, people
0: just on. go missing.
2: People hmm. just disappear, and it's like, yeah, it's like it's definitely not animal attacks. It's definitely not. It's definitely Slenderman. It's got to be. It's de- yep, yeah, or fall aliens, thing. or both. Or Maybe Slender and aliens. Some sort of into it's other long, dimensions. That's Who why we need Swamp Thing
5: to protect us from Slenderman. That's, <laughs> that's why there's so much less Slenderman attacks. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's I
0: have been reading a lot of about those stories lately, and I probably shouldn't because I have a, a solo camping trip coming up next week.
5: Yeah, probably. And not just hypochondria for everything.
0: Right, so I'm like, that's it, I'm going to disappear. <laughs> but but, but that's the thing, if, if I don't go with anyone, I don't have that chance of them turning around and turning back around and I'm gone. So
2: There you go. At least we we'll know it you're way gone. To look at it.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm going to give you guys my uh, my GPS coordinates. So
4: <laughs> Oh, good. Y'all there can go.
0: keep tabs on me.
4: I'll be Here. like, he's my small <laughs> now. <laughs> Better this way. I uh, love it. So well, that was Swamp Thing. All right, Thing. Well, all that right. Was Swamp Thing. Th- one of three X of Swords or Ten of Swords
1: books. So yeah, the very briefly, we
2: didn't we didn't have time to do all of the Ten of Swords. Uh, you know, like catch up, but uh, there was Wolverine six and uh, X Force thirteen, uh, both by Benjamin Percy and um, Victor Bogdanovic or something. Um, they were both. Great, and that's parts four and five, and you should definitely check them out. But it's all about Wolverine getting the Muramasa blade and his um. Yeah, who was that other yeah. dude? Did they say his name? It was War? He... Right. Thank you. No. Was it? It's no, it wasn't War. It was like the, a... his,
5: the new guy. The new guy. Yeah, oh. his
2: his uh, the guy that he's fighting. Solemn. It's like Solomon oh. or something.
0: Why did I think that was War?
5: Because uh, War is the woman who Solomon killed her husband.
1: Got it.
0: Okay. He's just
5: one of those I
0: definitely got lost somewhere in, in that story. All I know is
1: uh um, they were doing that and now there's two of them and now they both have And they're
0: stuff. they were forged yes. in hell, which is super rad.
1: Yeah, that's all I needed to know. Yeah. And it's, it could yeah, have, yeah, exactly. I guess the big so, like, takeaway with that is the Miramasa Blade can actually kill the guy from Araco both that doesn't have to fight. Yeah, so, like, that, it both both
2: because it can cut through
0: Adamantium.
2: Yeah, that was and really th- the That dude's got Adamantium away. skin, yeah. Yeah. And just like Wolverine. is Wolverine and
5: everyone's favorite Wolverine villain. Diver.
0: and it was forged in <laughs> hell and welded with the souls of the damned so that's pretty rad that's and... dope that's a dope sword. i, like I kind of want I'd, i would like one <laughs> please. my clothes
5: are forged with the souls of the damned. i can't <laughs> just, just loving... scream at me like <laughs> i'm cargo like, shorts the of the damned <laughs> <laughs> nice
6: plus two to holding <laughs> dude i
1: just love the them all just gathering at the circle every time a new challenger enters the game because it's just oh my god it's like just watching old toonami just watching the build-up to the big fight it's fucking it's pushing that part of my brain and i love it
2: this build-up is how is all about how storm gets her sword and she talks about it a lot she sure
0: does man
2: (laughs) it's a great (laughs) issue but it's it's a heavy ten of words it's (laughs) <laughs> but yeah so this one is all about like you know she hears the prophecy and hears that it's all about vibranium and she's like cool oh, i know what i have to do i know it's I have me. to go talk to my ex-boyfriend husband right <laughs> I, I mean husband current husband ex-husband i'm not sure what their actual either way
1: i gotta go marital
2: status is right i gotta now. go talk to my mother-in-law and that's gonna be there's trouble. this cool
5: there's and this sister-in-law, sister-in-law where um uh kate really wants to go with her and, uh, as oh, she, yeah. uh, is like trying to convince her to let her go, um, there's like, it's like small boxes, um, or like the, the, the pages are like, uh, smaller, um, pages with Storm and Kate, but then on the edges of both are like kind of, um, flashback panels that are wordless of Storm's origin. I
2: thought or that was just, really cool. Yeah, like, Iconic, like like really really big beats in her in her history, like her
5: uh, like her parents getting stuck in the the rubble, and um, her you know defeating Callisto to become leader of the Morlocks, and her teaching at Xavier School, and all this stuff. It's really,
4: it's one of my favorite pages in here.
2: Yeah, those are super cool.
4: And then they talk about the sword.
2: Yeah, and then yeah, we get like basically that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it basically you find out that this this sword is like the birthright of Wakanda, and it's what it's what led to it's for them being yeah. able. It's like basically everything about Wakanda, Wakanda is yeah. is built on this sword. Yeah. It is yeah. And it can literally um, so make thunderbolts. It's created shit, by the first
5: king of Wakanda, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's it never, been passed yeah. down from king to king. First father of Wakanda, and it it's like not supposed to ever leave Wakanda. It's like soil. It's like the and, relic of
0: Wakanda. It's kind of like that basically. book in Thor.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's kind is of kinda like that yeah but yeah. so she shows up and asks um, you know the queen mother and Shuri and they're and she, like, like uh the answer is no sword. but also well, they, you have to ask T'Challa they were like we have all these other swords she's like
1: you're not gonna like the one I'm gonna say Like, it's, I it's, really need like the one it's the no. other one they're like fuck no like yeah. it wasn't even they're, like well, it was just an immediate no. It's
0: like look yeah, I'm in the tournament also, with like, two swords that were forged in hell. I need something that's got like
2: yeah. a and a shit. sword a little bit from of punch. Limbo
5: that cuts souls. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Uh
2: but yeah, so so basically they're like hell no, but really it comes down to what Chichala says. So you just got to hang out and wait. And she's like And then she's mm, like no. what's taking him so long he knows that this is important he's making me wait on purpose i'm i gotta it's it's, there's a really cool exchange with uh with shuri um where they they kind of go through like
1: let's talk about like all the respect duty and yeah and like all the respect
2: that they have for each other but where their loyalties truly lie and like you know like with like this this sword represents wakanda and like if you take it then like our whole Civilization falls into turmoil, and like it people storms, will come like, for the throne, take and it, the world will end. So yeah, like, like uh, she's yeah. like, I'm defending you too. Like not only am I defending, defending Listen, KoA I and mutants, sword, but like a
5: six armed crocodile is gonna come in and just <laughs> wreck shit. Okay,
4: why
0: have we not gotten gotten Pogger Pog yet?
2: Because I don't know who he's fighting yet. Yeah, clearly they, the we don't know who Pogger Pog is, fight, is fighting yet. But what
0: if he sucks? <laughs> like, like Casey, th- this reminds me of when you bought the the oh. plushie of the Porg right before.
2: Uh... Oh yeah, that was that was disappointing. They really did not use the Porg. Mm. I mean, really, it's just yeah. Uh, don't jinx Pogger Pog <laughs> like that. He's gonna be a, he's gonna be my crocodile baby. He's gonna my six arms crocodile. Be the, baby uh,
1: Jar Jar Binks.
2: Of yeah,
0: I just he better Fuck be you. he <laughs> better be good. Or I'm gonna who be was hyping
5: up Charger Binks before he came out. <laughs> Everybody, come on! What? What?
1: Everyone loved Jar Jar from the trailers.
0: I'm convinced Jar Jar was just a round of punch up on the script. Like Jar Jar was never in that script, and they were like, "We need something to lighten this up." And they're like, "What if we just got a goofy, like, vaguely racist character that that?" What if we put a cartoon rabbit in it? How how do you feel
5: about a cartoon rabbit? A skin rabbit. (laughs) Mm,
2: Uh,
1: My favorite going
2: anywho anywho yeah so 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 basically um the conversation and also like this is um the second time that vita has had a chance to write shuri because um they wrote the mini series that shuri had um a couple like a year or two oh. back um so it was really cool getting to see that again like like i feel like they have a really good understanding of and this of-
5: should have been their first time or their second time writing storm because of children of the atom but but yeah,
2: no that that Children of the Atom got sidelined because of COVID, so that'll but their eventually happen. So but good, yeah. No, it, yeah. Like I feel like they have a really good handle on their voices. Um, I think I said like... this
0: before. How there's more like ads for X books that I've been looking forward to for a really long time than there are current X books. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I Which mean, I feel like there's, there's so many. Yeah, there's already ten X books, so. <laughs> Twenty more to go. <laughs> Here we go. Um, but yeah, so basically, they they come to this like this like standoff where they're like, okay, well, I have to do what I have to do, and you have to do what you have to do. And I don't, I I respect you, but I wish it didn't have to be this way. And Storm breaks into the like chamber where the sword is being kept, and like ends up having to fight Shuri and fight like the whole guard, and then having to fight T'Challa, which is really awkward. So that sucks. Like, uh, the other part was that there's there's this really cool, like, flashback of, like, her remembering when she was being introduced to the kingdom by by T'Challa. And T'Challa is going through and telling her all of these different things that exist, like, all these, like, security measures that protect the sword. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I wonder if you told me this so because you, you knew I would have to do this one day. Like... That I would have yeah, to do what was right not. and break out, break your sword out.
0: <laughs> He's like, whatever you do, don't do this.
6: Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Like, this will like, You
5: know, I'm a Wink. master thief, right? Like <laughs> know, that, that was trained from childhood, in the streets of Egypt. <laughs> but he Oops. did he did neglect
2: <laughs> to mention the um, like panther <laughs> like sentinel army the panther bots. <laughs> Maybe panther he bots.
5: just had those
2: installed. It, that's a, yeah. that's also what I was thinking is like maybe they didn't exist when they were married. So I don't know.
0: Those are actually the beta tests.
1: <laughs> and then her taking the freaking sword for a test run. Oh, oh man. man, that thing is sick. And like, it's awesome. It feels like ah, oh, it's so cool. The the fight scenes in this. Were oh, fantastic. the fight scenes are fantastic, and
2: I really like that. Like, a lot of this is like they both have really good points because he's like, why? Like, all you had to do was like sit and wait, and like you you like. Ruined oh. everything Dude, because six you're a crocodiles patient. coming yeah.
5: in. Through. Yeah, and she's
2: like, I don't think you understand how. Like, we got to do this He's now.
5: He's got six arms and a <laughs> lot of swords. <laughs> I like and how you're
0: like, they both have really good points. I wanted to be like, swords usually do, Casey.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> ah! shit! You're so sharp, Adam. Uh.
3: Uh. <laughs> I do also. You keep
2: mentioning Pogger Pog, but um, she's <laughs> fighting death in the form of Anubis. So like. That might I, even be worse.
5: I <laughs> want to know how cool. uh, <laughs> Betsy is going to beat Iska the unbeatable. Yeah, mm, well, Iska just has tough. to change sides.
2: That's because that's, that's, that's be- when they talk about Iska the unbeatable. Like her, her origin story is that like when like she has to be on the the winning side, so she switched sides because her side was losing. <laughs> right, <laughs> cheater, Jesus. Uh, but the yeah,
6: unbeatable. That's. <laughs> Well, we'll like, see
1: what happens there.
2: But yeah, so the so the basically she wins. Spoiler, you know, sure does. She uh she beats T'Challa and says like sorry, bro. And uh, you know, like the um the the dorm Jale are basically like uh king, and he's like stand down. It's not like let her go, like. She won this round, and she's got to do what she's got to do. Even though they'll hash it out
0: over an expensive
2: but, dinner. But then they destroy the, uh... Yeah, he's already made the reservations. Yeah, yeah. wow. He destroyed the Krakow Gate, though. Yeah he, does, yeah, he does. He does. He basically says, "No more mutants here." Not cool. Um, you
1: gotta like, uh, well, you know, it's let's gonna take care of that, that phrase, right? Yeah,
0: let's chill have, out with that. They
1: have to go in through the front door, <laughs> they have to at least knock
2: first. Well, she's got to take the Marauder ship. So yeah, she no longer has a key. Yeah. Um, so then she he shows back the up. Locks on her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she shows back up, and Kate's like, "Yeah, was that as bad as you thought it was going to be?" She's like, "It might have even been worse." Uh, yeah. And uh, and, then, uh, and then player three has joined the game. Yep. So They're just goes.
5: waiting there
2: on it's the yeah. Portal. I love I love the banter there because like Wolverine's just sitting down. He's like, "Never doubted you for a second, darling," and then. Yana's like, know, welcome to the party.
5: <laughs> I want to so know good. the time frame that they're yeah. all How long have they been sitting there? The- well, Magic's been there for a while. Yeah, they're all just
0: playing first. Uno. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but-
1: <laughs> I hope. I want <laughs> Did that. They say they only had a couple days to get the sword? So I, I don't think it's been... Like- it hasn't been a I short want the, amount uh, of time, but I don't think it's been a long time. I'm assuming time.
2: all these things are happening simultaneously. Like yeah. they all went
1: off on yeah. their mission. Except for, yeah, because Magic obviously... I really Always like that there's uh,
5: data pages that are dedicated to like the history of the sword and like <laughs> And the
1: swords and the different parts of other worlds that they're they oh right, yeah. Clearly are gonna they, be important at some going. point.
5: There's a vampire nation. Yeah, nice. that's fucking crazy. <laughs> and a and a Hellforge. There's just a straight up black market one.
0: That yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I like that everybody's sword is kind of apropos to their character.
2: Oh, totally. I mean yeah, that was sure. that but was the storytelling truck Crux to begin it, with.
5: When you get a uh you know, prophecy given to you by a giant um universal major magic trick. those <laughs> swords are gonna be unique. It better
1: be on brand.
0: Yeah. yeah, like Wolverine's sword is is forged in hell by all of his regret and death and all that shit. Ileana's just fucking got her sword. And from from uh Solicits it looks like um uh, apocalypse has like an, a, an egyptian kopeshi which is pretty yeah, fucking sweet awesome. mm-hmm. very so, excited for that one I've yeah. doing,
1: I've, this build up i told you this is just straight up like anime style build up so i couldn't be more excited hey rj remember this, when they
2: officially announced ten of swords and i was like that's stupid to give x-men swords i fucking regret everything yeah. i'm sorry I regret Sorry.
0: making fun of Wolverine for having a sword because he's made of swords.
5: You just—you have to read Wolverine. I—I—I <laughs> I, I
0: know. I've read Wolverine. I've read plenty of Wolverine. This
5: samurai shouldn't have a sword. Get out of here! Get out of here! I'm not saying
0: he shouldn't have one. I'm saying he doesn't need
5: one. Wife died over that sword. A bunch of times, it turns out.
6: <laughs>
5: anyway, this issue was great. Uh, so Storm. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, is this character that is kind of hard to quantify in comics because she is so she's such a gigantic presence she is so popular she's so important to so many people oh absolutely um, she's like and,
2: for so many people the first like re- like like representation that they got in sure. comics like yeah uh
5: yeah, she's she's so important um and it's so interesting because uh that she's been written horribly
2: for yeah i feel like it's, a lot of people i feel like it's really hard to nail down her there, voice because so like, many different writers have fucked it up so bad right. and i don't uh, you know and i i'm gonna go ahead and say that it's because like white dudes don't know how to write strong black women like i, I like mean that's a gotta be a big part of it you I know mean, i
5: think that i think that's definitely part of it and i also think that because claremont made her so interesting there's so many facets of her character that almost never get to shine through. Um, So like, it's, it's really interesting. Like, I hate saying that she's been written horribly for so many years. That's a little harsh, but she ends up um, a fair amount of time feeling rudderless. Like they don't really know what to do with her. So they just kind of have her be like a stoic leader in the background.
2: Yeah, especially because she's also like an omega level mutant, so she's kind of like a Thor type character. Where like if you put her in the story, she's going to be the one that beats whatever the fight is. Yeah, you know what I mean.
5: So she's incredibly powerful, and she, uh, I mean she's an amazing character, and it's, it's like when she's written well, that really shows, that really shines through. And Vita did a terrific job. She's yeah. also gotten the
0: short end in the art department a number of times like there there have been colorists who have kind of toned down her blackness through right the years.
5: that i mean that's a huge problem just across the board with with many characters,
2: yeah, yeah um, like like nailing down her her like facial features and like try like you know some people just draw her very with very like white features and like some people yeah, like you said colorists and like yeah. You know that's that that just adds another level of complicated to an already complicated character. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like it just yeah. makes it that much harder to for, for people been... to do it right. You know.
0: And there have been remasters where they've toned down her blackness.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: Not cool, guys. Not cool. Not cool. Yep. Good book though.
0: Yeah. Fantastic.
1: This was really good.
0: I didn't. I. I didn't think I was going to be this all in on on, on the swords thing. Like. I saw it coming and went. Oh no! Here's a big, a big giant event. the 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 only thing I ha- it's also been... not
2: that big because you were already reading all the X books and it's yeah. just a crossover. There's three one shots and otherwise it's just all the books you were already. No, reading. no, I,
0: I, I, I fully understand that. the the only The only kind of gripe I would have about this is it's not. It's going across all these titles in such a way that's not really like. Living inside of those titles, like, totally. like this this X Factor book wasn't really X, or was it X Force?
2: No, X no, it Force. Was X well, X Factor and X this Force. Week. X uh, This week was X Force, and it was basically just Wolverine Part Two, and yeah. then mm. X Factor was way more about the five than it actually was any of the X Factor character. I mean, Polaris. Well, but... I,
5: I disagree on some fronts. But...
2: I mean, not to say that's not a bad thing. I think it, I think it excelled because of it.
4: Right. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were all good. Yeah. I enjoyed it this week, and we got uh, we had three this week, so like they're rolling
1: through these parts, so it's not like they're going to be slow about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and it it all it, it, on the other side of that coin though, they all flow together really nicely. Like it, it felt like I got to read one really big X
4: Men book this week. Yeah, yeah, that's a, I completely agree with that.
2: Heck yeah. So and then really we get three job. more this week. Oh, baby. <laughs> Speaking of this week. Which yeah. three do we get this so week? So we get Hellions, we get Cable, and I forgot New the Mutants. other one. New Mutants. New Mutants. Mutants. Like. Yes. Okay, also, cool. plus a bonus, uh, the, um, of the X of Swords, or the Ten of Swords handbook as Ooh. well. So technically, I'm going to say three and a half, because it's more of like an encyclopedia than it actually is a book. That it's has not a, to read that.
0: It's not an X-Men b- book if you don't get an encyclopedia on how to read it.
2: It's it's just all data <laughs> pages, so... <laughs> oh, no.
1: Fuck, sick.
2: <laughs> cool.
1: Uh, uh, what else we got? Uh, let's see. There's a new image,
2: number one, called Commanders in Crisis. That seems uh, interesting. Yeah, it check. seems Those like it's so like an good. image Justice League.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to check that out for sure. Um, Dark Knight's Death Metal, number four.
2: Uh, Devil's Red Bride, a new vault, number one, that looks super cool.
1: Once in Future
2: course nice. uh, oh got? dracula motherfucker it's uh oh i can't wait for that yeah part. original graphic novel i'm hoping i can do that one on the show next week that looks Seven super secrets. cool Secrets. uh usagi comes out oh man there's there's two original graphic novels i want to talk about because they also maids by katie skelly love me some katie skelly oh man i might have a lot of reading to do <laughs> Yeah, the, the, I,
0: I'm looking at a lot of stuff on here too.
1: Kieran Gillen Warhammer book is out next Very week. Nice.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: Bill and Ted, number two. Seven Secrets. Uh, the True yeah. Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys sequel series. I never read the original um, Killjoys because it was like, it's directly tied into My Chemical Romance. Like, plot devices that they use in their like music videos but um i love uh his writing so i'm i might need to just go back and check that out
1: (laughs) yeah that looks like everything i i'm seeing but it looks like a pretty good week next week yeah i'm excited
2: yeah something called we live from aftershock that looks super cool but also looks like adorable yeah
1: it's probably both yeah it looks i'll probably pick that one up for sure We'll be talking about some number ones next week. And X-Men, obviously. <laughs> Tons of
4: X-Men. So yeah,
0: so that's uh that's that's it for last week's comics and this week's comics. Well, not quite it for this week's comics. <laughs> we'll get there next week. Um <laughs> uh make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at last week's comics. Um, and give us some money at duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh you can support us and all of the other cool dueling genre shows that are that are coming out um check out tmnt minute i'm still uh plugging away on this rpg game that we're releasing uh every saturday it's been a lot of fun we're playing through the original palladium game um also check out geek by night um pretty much everyone except myself on tmnt minute is uh, a part of geek by night so go check that out if you like our theme song uh scott tofty who who composed that is uh doing all the music for geek by night so so go uh go support the dueling John fan and go check that stuff out um please support your local comic shop get out there buy some comics uh stay safe wear your mask in public uh if, if you're in a place that's still doing that um so for myself casey sean and rj this is talesman short box goodbye everybody